Chris. We're looking good, dude. Let's go. Okay. We're doing it. Spoiled intro is the best intro. <laughs> Welcome to episode, what are we on, 17? I know I ask this every week, and it's the oldest joke in existence, but I think we're on 17, right? Yeah. yeah you're not, you're not doing it right if you don't know what episode, episode you're on. Episode 17. No, I think that means we're doing it exactly right. So... Welcome to episode 17 of the Gold Card Podcast. I am Vince Galati, at Gelati LOL, on Twitter with me tonight, Calvin on Twitter. C. Hi, I'm Calvin. Chris Young. <clears throat> Calvin's probably the one that's breathing into the mic right now. We are having so hard and heavy for the Golden Guardians Academy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating already. Uh, without us this week is John George at the Esports Plug. Unfortunately, has some scheduling issues, but in his place... And you may have heard him already. We have a guest. Yeah. Our guest for this week is Zing Lee at Zing Lee. He is the first host of the Old Podcast, and it is our first guest on the Gold Card Podcast. Oh, wow. I didn't know Breaking I was the our guest Cherry, yeah. dude. Congratulations. <laughs> so. We love you. Dude, we, it's all I love, love you here. guys, too. It's all love here, except for Genji. It's good we to be here. We don't, we don't, <laughs> we, there's no Genji love here. <laughs> Get that out of here. So, we have a guest. This is going to be first time having that, uh, but everything sounds good. Looking forward to it. Zing has had me on his cast before, and we've had a good time talking, and he knows what he's talking about. So, unless you guys have anything, I think we just go right into the slate, and then we could digress like we always do. Super down. As we go. Let's start with the LCK, Calvin's favorite region. Why is that, Calvin? Um, Why why is the LCK LCK your favorite favorite region, Calvin? You know, man... Let me compare this to something. I wish I was all day at work. I was trying to figure out a sports team to compare him to. And I just couldn't. I literally couldn't. I actually, you know what? Now that I thought about it, they remind me of the Spurs with Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and like two other old people, right? I feel like that's like every single team in the LCK besides obviously Sandbox, Afrika, uh, Wan, and Griffin. But literally, I just can't Griffin stand. Griffin is the most technique perfect team there is. They're like the most San Antonio no. Spurs team in League of Legends. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're they're really not. They're really. Not. All right, here we go. All right, go, 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 go. No, I, just... I thought you were going to say Dallas Cowboys. By the way, I mean a team that <laughs> plays the same way that they did in the '90s when they were winning all those championships. Oh, that's well, so that, true. yeah, that's actually that, that's a good, good comparison. comparison. I like that. See, we need to bring him on more. He's <laughs> like already <laughs> dropping the hits, right? Yeah. No, it's, I just couldn't, I just can't stand it, dude. Like, I just, I, it's just what we talked about earlier. It's, I guess I call it pride. You call it stubborn. It's just with the picks and bands with these old teams, like, like today, they let Yumi go twice and they saw how my hands in Viper. I was thinking, have, Viper is a hard carry. Everything's going to the Viper. They're doing the Uzi strat right now. All right. But no, seriously, they let Yumi go twice. It's like, what do you, what do you, like, what do you expect to accomplish? Like, I don't get it. Like you guys had the first ban, and like you, you know that Viper and Lahans are going to get you know uh, protected. So I don't know what they were doing. I obviously KT people sucks. People are just trying to do anything different at all against them. They're not going to do how to anything. Crack the code. <laughs> like, they're that's not what's... doing anything different. They're not doing anything different with these young players. These young guys are just going out there and just steamrolling through these old teams. And obviously SKT is in a different story. But they're, they're, they're still struggling, you know what I mean? They're, they're under struggle bus right now. But I just can't stand the LCK just as a region in general. It just sucks. It's too slow. 
they go against any other competition, they're just going to get smashed. They just ended a series in 42 minutes or 52 minutes today. What do you want? Exactly. But we all know KT is just god-awful. That's fair. Like, we all agree that KT is god-awful. But I want to see – and I say this over and over and over. Griffin's so overhyped, man. I need to see him at an international stage. That's all I need to say. That's that's my closing statement for the LCK. Griffin's overhyped <laughs> that's it. until that's until it. we go to the international stage. Dude, I don't care you what anyone says. Everyone's on Griffin's jockstrap, and they can't even get out of the LCK. Calvin, Sorry. I want you to read my blog post for the last two matches that Griffin have played, and I just gush and gush and gush and gush and gush. <laughs> but I do right. so I do think there's something to that. Before we like get into the games, like just to finish up on this, like. I do think there's something to that where uh, there's a certain amount of, of expectation people have, and I, I think they will never meet expectations until they get to the international stage and do something on the international stage, right? Like, Griffin might be the, this legendary squad that's, like, so, so good. They, remember, it was the KT a long time ago. Like, they just never got to Worlds and never – like, they always got eliminated, like, in the knockout stage. I think it was, like, season three – it was like three and four and five, I think, where they just got knocked out and they didn't even get to go. And they were like arguably the best team in Korea those years. Not well, not the Samsung year, but But I think the difference is in the earlier years of Korean league, that the the LCK winner, you could say, was the winner of worlds, right? Was the best team in the world. Whereas the competition kind of two through nine is not there this year. You can't really say the LCK from top to bottom is necessarily the best league in the world. Yeah, and I, I think that's been the case. So, like, I think that's been the case all, like, through spring so far this year, too. Agreed, agreed. And, and I know last year, we, we, I mean, we talked a lot about this at Worlds and after Worlds, how Korea looked really, really strong going into last year. So did China. But what we didn't realize was relative strength is a, is a real factor. And we just assumed that Korea was going to be on the same level as they were in previous years when really – and we talked a lot about how, like, the, the metagame got kind of inbred in Korea and how you could say a, a team like KT Rolster going to Worlds last year is like, wow, this team can do everything, right? But it turns out, yeah, they can play fast and they can, they can run teams over, but they can run Korean teams over that were playing really slow and just giving up everything early. So how impressive is that really? But it's really hard to see that kind of thing with like like out of context, right? So it's really hard to take like what you're seeing in this in this part, you know, in this cage, I'll I'll say, and you know, when you put all the animals together, how's that going to compare to everything? Sometimes exactly. we were just going based on history and it didn't work out, right? So you could say, like it honestly if you if you're operating under that assumption, it it kind of looks like Korea's doing the same things, right? And could suffer the same fate. But then we saw SKT at MSI Look like like SKT in finals and SKT at MSI look like a completely different team. It's like oh wow, they finally turned the corner and they figured this out, right? That's what it looked like. They were like oh they can they can scrap now, they can do all this now, and then they lost in the knockout stage. But I don't know. I, I think that's your beef, is, Calvin. Is that like a good summation of your your beef? Is that you you think that it's still the same? Yeah, See, I besides think it's a, moved forward a little. Bit. Besides the certain teams, besides a few certain teams. I, I think it's moved forward, but I think they still refuse to play certain things. Yeah. So I think I think I'm in between the two of you. I think. Yeah, I mean, I make no mistake. I do still think it's like the region as a whole is very very stubborn, and I think this is like a habit that like old teams in general get into, not just in Korea, but especially in Korea. True. Is that true. they they just have they're very set in their ways, and for a lot of them, their players are good enough to help them get by doing that. I kind of think, I think for a while, Splice was doing that in Europe. 
And then they kind of realized last year that we can't just keep doing what we were doing. We need to add stuff. So we came in in spring this year, and I, I can't stand Splice, but guess what? I'll give them credit. They now play a more proactive early game. They're not just sitting back and, and going, oh, we're going to win late game now. They're not that team anymore. And I think you're starting to see some of that from a lot of the Korean teams, but then there's some of them that just are exactly the same. Gen G hasn't changed a bit. Gen G hasn't changed in three years. Like, literally three years. Including the, world, including the world's team. Just have not changed a bit. And, you, like, thinking back in hindsight, you, if you look back on that world's run that they made, that didn't even make any sense, right? Like, that was a different team. Like, if you watch, like, their knockout stage at that tournament, like, their group stage and their knockout stage at that tournament, it was, like, the one time that Gen G's played differently. Well, and, and Arden Sensor meta. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point. Uh, that's right, Arden Sensor. Anyway. This was 2017, too, my first world. So, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Who's relatively new to this? So, all right. That was our, uh, our uh, intro to Calvin's favorite region, the LCK. I'm going to keep ribbing you for this. I I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go. Friday morning, we have Afrika plus 104 against Sandbox minus 141. The uh, Sandbox minus 1.5 is at minus 184. Here's two of the more interesting teams for you, Calvin. Two of your favorite teams. So uh, I'm going to give this one to you first. I started writing on this already, but I'm going to give this to you first because I want to see what you think on this one. <coughs> um. All right. I'm going to have to give uh, Vince a clap because I'm on an Afrika train unfortunately um I really oh, I really do like what I really do like Afrika what Afrika is doing right now with what their comp and their um what they're doing in the early game sandbox has looked dominant but I still they still they still look they still they play aggressive but it's still I still feel like there's kind of like a one-dimensional team not like an FBX where they force like a do and be resource but they I, they still like they still, I can't, I can't put, I can't like, because I haven't watched like the LCK as much because I'm stuck at work watching the LPL. But like when I go watch VODs, but like I really do think that um, on fleek is like at the right spot at the right time. You know what I mean? Whether they're turret diving or they're getting objectives or if they're just rotating just in general. I think on fleek is the second best jungler in LCK behind Tarzan. And really good. <laughs> yeah. And he's really he's really setting up his teammates with a lot of ganks and just a lot of like just proactive plays in an early game. But overall, I think the mid lane, UCAL has just been a beast. The bottom has just been destroying. I think Afrika is just, just playing really good league of legends right now. Like you just, they're just taking, they're just capitalizing mistakes and they're snowballing teams like really hard. You know what I mean? So I'm on a Afrika train. So, I started. I'll, I'll I'll jump in. I'm going to pass it to to Zing and Chris here. So I, I started writing on this one, and you know I've been doing a lot of LCK VOD review. Like like I've watched all the games. I'm now like in the process of like going back and like going through it with a fine tooth comb, right? And Sandbox to me are playing closer to the style of like what SKT and Griffin are doing. I just think they're executing better than SKT by a lot. <laughs> And they're not drafting themselves. They're, they're drafting better than SKT is for sure. SKT is trying to play. A, SKT is trying to play like Griffin, but they're not drafting like Griffin. They're not drafting well at all, period. I think they might be the worst. They, they've they been one of the worst drafting teams in the LCK so far in the summer. And I don't know if whatever. That's a whole separate topic. But Sandbox is more toward that end of the spectrum. But they're willing to take a little. They have a, a higher risk tolerance than those two teams do. 
like they're will they're willing to they're, to try to make something happen early, usually through on fleek, right? But Sandbox have been getting a lot of their edge just from like solo laners, and I think like these two teams. Uh, one of the things I start writing about is like these two teams are built exactly the same. They don't play exactly the same, but they're built exactly the same way, right? Elite solo lane talent on both sides, right? Arguably top of the posi- top three in the position at in mid and top and jungle, right? Right now, Dred's playing really, really well, right? The bot lanes kind of the weak link, not because they're bad, but because they're the most mistake prone on both of these teams, right? And it's just a matter of how they choose to play, right? So I, Afrika are a lot more on the proactive side. They're playing closer to how King Zone's liking to play because King Zone's playing that way regardless of how they draft, right? Sandbox is more toward the SKT Griffin side. I'm going to tie break in favor of the aggressive proactive team every time. I do think there's a close series. I'm favoring Afrika here, but I'll I'll pass it to Zing. Yeah, I'm going to go against that. I think Afrika is probably the better team, but I like Sandbox here because of the matchup. I think they can do more around bot side. You look at how they translate bot side control and their dragon control. I just like that. I just I just feel like that style right now works really well for them. I think it might get figured out. I mean, they play like you said. They they haven't changed really much from spring split to summer i think their style can be figured out but just in this matchup versus aiming i do like that specific part of the map better so i'm gonna go sandbox for that but i do think like overall over you know the split i would still say afrika's probably end up higher in the in the standings than sandbox go for it chris awesome and I can't necessarily disagree. I had the chance to listen to LCK cast with Ashley Kang and uh, Emily Rand, and they were talking about Africa as being a volatile team. So that that could give us a lot of um, sort of outcome with this game. And Sandbox, what I'm thinking right now as I envision listening to them is Africa right now might have been like the Sandbox of spring where people are saying the bottom's going to fall out on this team. At some point, people are going to figure out Sandbox and they kept going until eventually, you know, they did get figured out. But I like the momentum that Africa is going and it's still early in the split. Uh, It is a a coin flip type of outcome for me. I think this would be a 2-1 game and I am riding the Africa train until the wheels fall off. I, I think we all agree that this should be a really good series. It's kind of – neither of these teams are, like, too extreme in one direction or the other. They're both built exactly the same way, and they're both willing to step into, you know, a zone that they're not comfortable with. Like, they're both willing to take risk and both willing to experiment, and they're both really good. We have the, – the top – for my money, these are two of the best top trios in the world, like any region. Like, if you combine, like, top, mid, and jungle, I think both these teams have two of the best – like they're they're two of the best in the world. Maybe not the literal two best, but they're like in that conversation, especially like right now. Uh, and then you kind of have like two like it's two young jungle talents too. It's like there's so many good narratives and storylines this game. I'm I'm really hype on this one. All right, uh, let's go to King Zone. It's the second game on Friday morning. Uh, King Zone minus two fifty six against Damwon plus one eighty one. The King Zone minus one point five is at plus one fifteen. Another, I think, more interesting than this line indicates. Anybody can take – somebody grab the reins on this one because I, I think it's more interesting than these lines say. I just think – I think yeah. – I think I was going to say because mine's pretty quick. I think King Zone's the best team right now, and I think they're just going to 2 damn one. Yeah, I, I think King Zone's really good. Um, I, I think damn one. I mean, they, they, they picked up the win – 
versus SKT. And I, I, I don't know if that's fool's gold, but I, I like King's own in this one. I don't know if it's the two Oh, like the, the one plus one fifteen, but I, I like them overall. Can't disagree. I think Damwon is not showing me any growth, um, from the spring to the summer and whether they are the same team or not, there remains to be seen, but it's pretty hard to see them beating Kingzone, who are just everything is clicking for Kingzone right now. Even with the uh, replacement at um, at mid, as we talked about in the past two shows, uh, Gelati, you were on that from the get-go, how Nahan is not a drop-off, and it's showing right now. I didn't believe it, but they they are a good team. Yeah, they're, they're very good. I, I will say, so, I will say the, the one reservation I have about saying Kings like this is just automatic King zone is that to me the weakness this team is going to have eventually at some point is the solo lanes and Rascal and Yahoon have, have been playing really really well so far but we and, and like so far they have been keeping up with everybody but if you look at like the matches they struggled in like if they struggled against Afrika right Afrika had elite solo lane talent and those elite solo lanes were like part of the game breaker in that game, right? They were once creating pressure and advantages, right? Not in all of those games, by the way, but uh, like I think eventually that could come up to haunt them. And Damwon actually have very, very good solo lanes too. So a lot more risks there. They are way more into taking risks. So I could see Damwon like blowing up and taking one of these games. So I'm not like automatic on the King zone. I actually kind of like Damwon to steal a game here. I feel like Kingzone at some point's got to start losing games, but they, it's it's so hard to go against this team right now. They're, you're right; yeah. everything's firing on all cylinders. It's like it's a really yeah. friendly meta for their bot lane. And Damwon, just like if you count SKT as a not good team, they haven't beaten anyone. Yeah, they haven't beaten anybody. Good. That's a, that's a really good point. And I, I don't think you can count SKT as a good team right now. Which I'm is with you. Kind of weird I'm to say, but. They were the MSI semi. They went to MSI as the Korean representative, and now I don't know what's going on. It's so weird to me because they they look like a completely different team than they were at that tournament, right? It's so bizarre. Like it's it's one who, thing to who say do you think is like a hangover, but I don't think it's that. I just think I think it's the coaching staff. Honestly, I think they just what? have a bad read, and that happens sometimes. I agree with that. I, I think I I didn't. I like their form at MSI. I did not like their drafts. Oh, if yeah, you, exactly. if you guys had to pin it down to one position, what would you say is like the big difference between spring or even MSI and now? I don't know if it's one position. I, it's the coach. Like, I don't, I don't want to like blame. I'm not going to blame just Coma because it's a whole staff and he's not even like doing the drafts anymore. But I, I really do think that they they're just like going into games without a plan. I don't think any specific player is playing that badly. I actually think Khan's been pretty good, like given the situations he's been in a lot. But yeah, you all right, all right so yeah, go feel free because you. I mean, Khan, right? Khan, he's he. I don't know. I I think he's a weakness that they can play around. But like that, I don't. That doesn't give me a great feeling about him. I I, I think Clid's been really uneven. Mata, I've I've been crit- critical of the whole year, but I think like I think Clid for whatever reason has looked more tentative than he had um, the last time we saw him. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I mean he was so so good at MSI is exactly. the other thing. So it's like how much how much of this is him coming down? Like where is his average? Right? Because we saw him we saw him at his peak of the mountain at MSI. He was just like solo carrying those games. It, it almost didn't matter who was on his team. 
but like now it's like how is this like his is this like the rock bottom or is this just him figuring things out or and again I'll I'll point to coaching again or is this a matter of like the team not having any direction and playing jungle when the team doesn't have any direction is really difficult because like what are you supposed to be doing because this, this seemed to me like I keep saying game plan that's what it looks like to me their drafts are a mess now that's always been the case with SKT they they they've they've never been. Except, like, you go back, like, five years ago, it was different, but they were playing on in a different planet back then, right? The last few years, the, drafting's never been their strength, right? They get advantages because they have players that get them advantages a lot sure, of the time. Sure, sure. Right? Like, having Faker on your team, turns out, uh, is a, a really good advantage in drafts because there's just certain things that have to go away in some metagames, right? But they've never been, like, the exceptional creative drafting team. And, like, to me, like, but they've always, like, had a game plan, and it's always, like, made sense what they're trying to do, even if you don't agree with it, right? A lot of the stuff they're doing now doesn't make sense. Like, they'll be picking Lee Sin and then just, like, not doing anything with it. Like, just, like, playing defense with it. It's, like, the weirdest thing. Like, I don't know. It. I, I'm confident this team figures it out is the other thing. Like, these players are just too good. Like, it's not even just the history of the organization and all that, but, like, I don't know. I, we're turning this into an SK Telecom chat, but you're right. Damwon, if if you look, if you count SKT as a bad team, Damwon haven't beaten anybody at the t- in the top half, right? So yeah, that's right. I don't know. I, I I think Damwon might be able to take a game just off the back of you know the solo lanes, but I don't know. I'm I'm probably gonna be light on King Zone still. I don't know. It just feels right. I I, I don't want to go against this team right now. They got the eye of the tiger, right? <laughs> I mean, minus two fifty six seems like a no bet to me. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm talking about the two zero. Ah, uh, the two zero. Because I think this is like you're you're betting the spread either side here. It's just a matter of of your preference, right? So, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any kind like they don't even have any maps to like look forward to later in the weekend or anything. So, um, probably King Zone. Cal, you on King Zone, right? Uh yes, I am. All right, Saturday we have another. Interesting matchup. Uh, Griffin minus two eighty six against SK Telecom plus one ninety. Speaking of SKT, yeah. Speaking of SKT, the Griffin minus one point five is at plus one oh seven. Dude, I I want to believe I want to believe in SK Telecom to start getting it together. But we talked about it two not last episode, the episode before that if they're shaking the rust off and that they took some time off and there's a hangover from MSI or whatever. This is around the time where the good teams usually start being like, okay, getting back into form. And it, you see in every region, right? They picked a really bad time to do that because the schedule's been an absolute nightmare, right? And it's not getting any easier here. I know Griffin haven't been, like, perfection or anything like that, but they ju- they're just doing what SKT does better. And then today they showed you, oh, yeah, we can do this too. And we knew that they could. So – I'm. A, it feels right to go SKT here, but I don't think. <laughs> I feel like I should be going SKT to turn it around. But Griffin are so good, man. I, I I'm not gonna be betting against this team. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, I agree on that one as well. Are we getting plus odds yep. on it too. Are we? Oh yeah, on we the, are on the, on the two O. Yeah, the two O. These two teams have, besides the finals, have have played close series. Like in that's a thing. Seasons. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I trust. I don't know if I trust Griffin enough to two zero, but yeah. yeah I, if, if both of these teams, if both of these teams, just like gentlemen's agreement before the game to say like no rush twenty and just like farm for twenty minutes, 
then it's basically a coin flip, right? And there, I love SKT at this number. But it's just a matter of whether that happens or not. This is probably when you bet in the draft, but you know, obviously you're going to lose value doing that in the draft too. Chris, what do you think on this one? Yeah, I hope that this is the game for SK to like stop testing things out. You know that one game where they just sub out Clit for Haru? I just that messed me up in, in the DFS. I don't even <laughs> yeah. want. It. He's mad salty. Um, but the, you know, the more motivated, <laughs> the more motivated team is has to be Griffin, right? They they haven't done anything. They haven't done anything in LCK other than regular season showing up. Um, maybe they'll go to IG's IG path. At this point, they have to be the ones that wanted more at this point in the season at least. And SKT, I think they might just be slow cruising it. I'm I would expect it's hard to say it too, oh you're right. These these odds are pretty though. Um yeah, yeah I'm going Griffin. Yeah, I just think like I think we talked about that before the season started too, about how there's that pressure on Griffin that they haven't done anything, right? How much of that like eventually over time builds up and his motivation versus just gets tiring for them, right? Because that's, like, a real thing if you think about it, right? Like, think, like, Golden State this year, right? Like, the the constant pressure all the time, is it, like, toxic? Is it not toxic? I, is it a motivator? Like, I don't think so because of the way the playoffs are set up. They have to win. I mean, assuming they're first place again, they just have to win one series. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't really buy that as much. And, I don't yeah, like, I don't know. That, I don't know if they're more hungry, like, this is a again. This is a regular season game that they would be expected to win. I don't know if the hunger factor, if anything, I I think if SKT come out and they're not hungry, like their season is going wildly off the rails at this point, and we all think that they're going to make it back to Worlds. But if they don't like, if they don't start making a run at some point, like the the road to even qualifying the Worlds, regardless of the championship points they got from Spring, it becomes a lot tougher. Yeah, I was talking to somebody else about how SKT and IG are, like, weirdly in very similar situations, right? Yeah. How and, – and we've never really had this kind of thing before, like, where the team that won spring is almost always at least, like, a, a contender – like, a playoff contender, right? There's a very reasonable chance that both these teams are, like, the fifth seed or not even in playoffs in Korea. Exactly. Like, that's a real thing that could happen. Now – Especially for SK Telecom. And Invictus is almost definitely going to make the playoffs as long as they don't lose, you know, everything. Because there's, there's eight teams, right? I don't see them being a ninth best team, right? They're going to get yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, they are. And I know it's literally the same percentage, but it's half the league in both leagues. But it just feels like eight is a, is a big enough buffer for them. I don't know. I I think Griffin are just so good. I can't bet against this team right now. I know they play boring Calvin's favorite style of League of Legends, but really, I think of all teams in LCK, Griffin is not the same as everyone else. Yeah, well, until this morning, they have been uh, yeah. they have spurts. It, it all depends on how creative they get in the bot lane. And that yeah. gets them in trouble, but it also makes them fun. What's well, it's, it's uh, the thing that's interesting to me about this team, and I, I've talked about this before, so I'll try to keep it brief. Is like anybody that didn't watch Griffin coming up through Challenger doesn't realize, like, what Griffin... Like, the way Griffin have been playing until this morning. Ignore this morning. Until this morning, this is the way Griffin played through Challenger. Like, they were a classic Korean team. Like, super methodical. Just, like, grind you out of the game. Like, I, I compare them to a boa constrictor when I write about them, right? They're like a boa constrictor, right? They just... They choke you out. And then when you try to make that last play to get back into the game, as long as they shut that down, you're not getting out and they just win. 
right? They just choke you out of games. And Tarzan is always there to absorb that punch that they try, like the last ditch effort, right? He's always there to just shut it out and they close games out like perfectly. And that's how they played through Challenger. So the reason I didn't think that was going to be good was because I did kind of see the meta going faster last season, and it did, right? But then they came out and did all this complete – they were a completely different team than they were in Challenger. Like, to me, they, they they were a completely different team, and that's what made last season that much more impressive. Like, in I'm talking summer 2018 now. So, like, when they came into the LCK, completely changed who they were, and still smashed the LCK, I was like, holy shit, this team's real. Like, they gotta be real. Like, this is not a fluke, right? Now they're kind of going back to, like, what they were they were before, but then they have this morning where they just, like, smash you. So, like, I think just because you see one thing, you can't assume that the team can't do another thing. Like, I think, like, Liquid's doing a lot of this right now. G2's doing a lot. Of, like, don't assume G2 can't play slow, long games either, because they definitely can, right? I don't know. I like Griffin here. We spent a lot of time on this one, but I, I could gush about Griffin for days, so we don't have to go on that. Uh not sure where I'll be betting wise, but I'll be writing about that, so I'll let you guys know. Uh, next up, we have <laughs> the arguably the toilet bowl. So we have Hanwha. We have to talk about this one. Yeah, we, we can be brief about <laughs> just, it. Just take the Hanwha two zero and move on, right? Hanwha minus five fifty six against Jinair plus three forty four. Hanwha minus one point five at minus one fifty six. I am on Jinair plus one point five. Wow, oh, okay. this is where the sad plane ends. We'll see a glad plane. So, Yep, I'm with you. <laughs> You're with me, Cal. Do we agree on something? I've I've been on Jinair the past three weeks okay. to do something proactive, and I already split my case about how they're looking a little bit better in the early game with trying to fight. I think Hanwha is just so bad. And okay, people watch this early, like today's game between Genji and Hanwha, and how to game off Genji, and then Genji came back game three. But like, I just think first of all, games. It was really bad. bad like, games, it was mind. really bad. And just to show it off, I really think Jin Air can do it. Like, I really do think they can do it. They can pull it off. See, I To me, so, I, again, like, I've been combing over these teams and, like, basically trying to put an identity on each of these teams. And the identity I have for Jin Air is that they're trying. They're trying real hard, and they have the right idea. And they're actually, like, they do so many things right. And then it's just like a mentality, like it's just like a mental block for this team. I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team, but they have this mental block where they they just surrender things. It's so bizarre. They could be ahead. They could have a team comp that's ahead. They could be solo killing people in lane, and then somebody just like steps up and like shows any kind of you know aggression at all, and they're just like, oh, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. And I think as soon as they can get over that mental block, they'll be good. And I think against the team, th- this is like going to be their Super Bowl. Make no mistake, right? Like this is going to be this is going to be like the one game that they picked out on the calendar, and they're like, okay, Han was the team we can beat. Let's go. Maybe Gen J too, right? To me, Han. So that's Jinair. Jinair, I think, are doing a lot. Like if you look, watch their matches, like they're they're doing well in lane. They're getting ahead early. They're being proactive and. Yeah, it's sloppy. It's not the greatest, but they're trying, right? They have the right idea, which has been Jinair's problem for the last two years, right? Which is why I think Calvin's excited. They have the right idea. The execution's meh. But they have the right idea. Hanwha to me, Hanwha have, like, no direction at all to me. Which is, like, the complete opposite of what they were last year. Last year, they were, like, the structured team, and they always had a game plan, and they were greater than the sum of their parts, right? Yeah, then, then they, they started trying to experiment with different players. Yeah, I still think just... the players are better. I, I just don't like the odds. Like the line yeah. is too the line is too extreme to bet on Hanwa. 
Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah, exactly. Like I don't. That's why I'm I'm gonna go with Jenner because like that's enough value for me to for Jenner to take a game. Like yeah, think I about can see think that. about bad SK Telecom. Is the bad version of SK Telecom, or how much better is that than Hamla? Is it the same? Is it a little better? Is it a little worse? Like that's that's, I think the, it's better. that's the measuring stick. Because Jenner took a game yeah. of SKT, right? I still think it's better. Yeah, but yeah the, if you're gonna do something, yeah, that, that makes sense given the odds. Okay. Absolutely, these odds are ridiculous. If you want to know how what Hanwha is, just watch this morning's game. Just just watch this morning's game. Dude, if were... you have not punished yourself enough, just watch this morning's game. <laughs> like the and then if you win. just don't want to continue to punish yourself, watch this game. <laughs> that will help you wake up on Saturday morning. I hope Jenner win. I'll probably put I love it. I'll probably put a beer on the Jenner two oh two just to say I did it. <laughs> uh Sunday. Oh, Cal, did you want to go in this? Because I know, I know you you like Jenner. Same thing. Uh, yeah, same thing. All right. Sunday we have Afrika uh, minus two twenty two against Genji plus one fifty nine. Uh, these odds changed after this morning. This opened a little less than this. It was like minus one ninety two. Uh, I, I, I'm already. I, I bet. I bet Afrika on like Tuesday. Yeah. Like I, I was all over this. Like I yeah. bet the two zero because. And that was with, and that was before the the awful last two Gen G series. So yeah, I, even at minus two twenty two, I think it's fine. Oh yeah, I figure you're gonna smash this team. Now, <laughs> there's a there's a running joke that uh, Gen G are my kryptonite, and they've been my kryptonite over the last two years. So this is exactly the kind of place that they'd get me. But we're going to Freaker. Freaker, Freaker are the real deal. Any any contest on this? Any objections? Afrika 2-0. We all agree there? I agree. All right, cool. Uh, sandbox minus 278 against KT Rolster plus 198. The Sandbox 2-0 is at plus 107. Is anybody buying... 2-0 Sandbox? Is, is anybody buying the, the, the KT win against Gen G now that we've seen what Gen G is? No, dude. I think just KT is just lost. I'm not, like, crossing my teams up, right? KT, KT are lost. They have lost the plot. It's, it's just, it's just weird. Um, <laughs> They're like the hundred they... thieves of Korea, dude. It's, <laughs> it's so sad. They were like, oh yeah, here's this issue we have, and God, we got the solution for it, and they just didn't fix any of the other problems. So, ugh, sadness. I'm, I'm off, of, I'm off of Gen G. I'm off KT Rolster. The bottom, it's it's kind of amazing. Like if you think about how how bad SK Telecom have been, and how like risky Damwon tend to play, I still think that they're like worlds better than like the bottom four teams. So I, I don't know the Sandbox should smash this. I don't think it's much to talk about. Anything else in Korea, guys? You want to move on to Calvin's actual uh, favorite region? I'm good. All right, cool. Uh, Korea it is, or uh, China it is. Uh, Friday, we have LNG, minus 250 against Billy Billy, plus 182. This moved up, too. This opened lower than this. So, interesting, right? Two teams trending in opposite directions. It's tough because I think LNG hasn't played anyone that great. I am um, Because BLG played FPX and a really good... I think EDG is still really good with Junu with that huge pickup. 
And then I really also believe in the OMG train because of Curse being a monster. Kane actually played well last game as well. I, I think they need to start putting more resources in the ADD and just let him take and hard carry the team. So good last split. And I think that's one of their main issues because they still – they still play like they did last one, and it's it, it's it still works. It still works against like bad teams, even like you know good teams. But I think ADD is just not playing as like he did last split, and, and I think a lot of teams have figured that out. But if they can just get ADD to his comfort pick, play around him a little bit, I think that team will be much more better. LNG plays through Plex, which is I thought Plex was going to be a bust coming in because he was a. Okay, well, he was an LCK uh, challenger player. Go, so I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know how he's going to fare out, but you know what? You know, he's doing really well in the LPL, but I just, but like I said, they haven't really played anyone good. And when they play against WE with this uh, little bot lead meta, I, I just, I just really do think that, um, you know, with a team like BLG, they're going to be a little bit more proactive than LNG. LNG looks for a lot of fights. And they're trying to do like the do and be thing with Plex, and it, it's like I say it's working, but it's working against these really bad teams. So I expect BLG to bounce back in uh, a game against LNG tonight or tomorrow. So yeah, I, I like I like the Billy Billy money line here because like to, to me like even if you consider how the season's gone for both of these teams and how LNG are kind of they're, they're like kind of the new hype, right? I think LNG are like ripe for regression. Like, that's just my thought. Like, I think they're good. They're doing all the right things. I just I, – and I can't put a finger on it. I don't know exactly what it is, but I just feel like we're, we're going to see what them it, come back down to reality. And I, I think what's interesting is going to be how they react to that. Like, can they recover from that after the fact? Let me help you out, Gelati. If we revert the name LNG back to Snake, can you now put your hand on why you have trust issues with this team? That's exactly why. That's that's a dude. Yo, that that was that was that was MVP right status right there. That was the best way to put it. That's probably why. Like, why is Snake minus two fifty against anybody? Much less a good team, just because they've won four ga- four matches. I don't know. I, we had Billy Billy as like a top five or six team, like right in that five six area going into the season. I think almost all of us did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, and I, yeah, LNG have surprised, but they they two fifty. No way. I'll take the one. I'll take the one eighty two. I mean, hell, even Billy Billy take a game is like that's good odds for that too. I don't even know what the two zero is. I'd probably take the Billy Billy two zero too. They have looked a little bit shaky, but I I think they'll get it together. They were they were able to do everything last season. There's no reason they can't do that again this season. Just a little bit of a rough start. They also had a pretty deep run at uh, at Nest too. They made finals at Nest, right? I think it was finals or semifinals. So yeah. Nest. Yeah. So mm, yeah, I think so. Maybe there's the Nest hangover. No, I'm, I'm bullshitting. Right? So, uh, Billy, Billy across the board. Yep. Yeah, man. Fairly confident. I'm yep. pretty confident in this actually. Uh, I'm not confident. I have not no idea. Confident. <laughs> I am not confident either, but it is on the Billy Billy side. You know who is confident? EDG minus seven sixty nine. Look at that transitional material. Uh, I guess Team I WE. Know that WE look awful. Plus four forty three. Yeah. What is <laughs> WE were like? I can respect an organization that's trying to change things for the sake of changing things because they're tired of being mediocre. But they they kind of had a good thing going, letting Beishong like set everybody up. 
And now they're just like throwing more curveballs into the mix. And I don't know if I, I don't know. I guess I like it because they're trying something and they're not just like, yeah, we're cool getting eighth place every year, you know? So I guess I like it on that aspect, but like they're, they're not in a good spot right now. They look lost. Like they don't look like they have any direction. Like the things that were working for them, like outside of like, like they just, they look lost. I can't put it. I can't put a finger on anything with this team. It's just, it's just pause. Not good. Well, that. Ah, oh, Bidia had one great outplay. Yeah, That's just it. one, just one, <laughs> one time ever. Right? That's it. So, uh, yeah, I'm minus two thirteen is a lot. I I got in a little lower than this, but it's you know this is pretty much a lock. It is a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, EDG should two of this Saturday. Yep. Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna test before Calvin. we move this is gonna on. Test Calvin's medal. Oh yeah, go go go. Yeah, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to. Eye crystallization or Linda. She's just posted that EDG is going to give WE a chance because they're starting Hope instead of iBoy. Oh. So, okay. okay, that's a curveball. So, uh, let me see. So, you bet the WE get a game at plus 153? Maybe. I don't know what WE is up to. They just look trash. Uh, let me see. So bad. Hope but. Play, Hope did play in spring. <laughs> So we shall see what that brings. Um, better hold off on the 2-0, but it's an EDG victory. Yeah, Hope played seven games. He won one, two. He won. He went two and five. Played okay. Lucian, Callista, Ezreal, Vladimir, and Kesa. So I don't know. Numbers look fine, just wasn't winning. I'm trying to think of what I, I can't. I can't remember when they brought him in because he was. I think that was like earlier in the season, but yeah, maybe hold off on this one until we have more info. Unfortunately, you're gonna probably lose value, and this is gonna get out of range pretty quick. Although I don't know, we'll see. I would say wait and see how that goes. Good, good catch on that one though, Chris. Saturday we've got JDG minus three twenty three against Vici plus two twenty eight. JDG minus one point five at minus one hundred nine. Look. I know we hate JDG on this cast, and we were all about calling them out as being total, you know. You hate them. It's a like, Cinderella team. Dude, like, yeah. Oh, like, God. It's because they lost all of us a bunch of money. That's okay, why. you know what? I, like, I, I, no, I, I was really high on JDG last year. So yeah, Calvin, was, Calvin was the one, the one, you know, planning his flag. He was the imp believer. He believed in imp so much. <laughs> so hard. It's like, imp. Got the t-shirt. I heart imp. Yep. So JDG have had you could the thing you could safely call it a hangover. I described it as uh my New Year's second my January second and third self is what JDG's kinda going through right now. So the the question is Are they back to are the, is it is this just them coming down to, like back to reality? Is are the bottom teams better? Is it a combination of those two things? Like, cause this is a pretty good number. Like for the for the spread, I don't trust it. I'm not touching this game because I don't. I just don't trust that team at all. Even when they were playing well last season, I was I was sketchy about betting spreads for them. But I don't know. Maybe one of you guys can convince me otherwise. Play devil's advocate and convince me the pro the pro JDG side compared to BG. Well, actually, I don't think I don't think Dub or JDG's going to two zero. BG's been taking games off of. Um, Teams just in general, and they're the type of team that 
have like I say the same thing have the right idea, but they they just play super slow. You know what I mean? And Puff and Southwind are really good in their own sense, but they just don't do anything else in the top half. And you know, with how good your gal, you know, he's he's good. I mean, he can he he plays his lane right. He used to be this monster, and he kind of just took the back seat just a little bit. But I really do think that you know. That bottom lane, if you guys really don't think Imp is that great, Puff and Southwind are a really good duo, and they play really well together. They have that, that perfect synergy. So I can see VG taking a game, but I think JDG in general, like, just a little bit more experienced than what VG, you know, what, what VG is. So Yeah, VG are, are kind of weird because they've been a lot more feisty than they normally are, but that's like a relative statement, right? <laughs> like, that's like saying – you know, the, the, the ice-cold, boring team is, like, suddenly exciting when they're, you know, lukewarm now, right? Like, that's – it's not exactly riveting, but they are showing a little bit – I mean, they took they took a game off T.O.P. and they took a game off Sooning, who, yeah, some people are on their way up. They're not. Spoiler alert, they're not. But they took a game off T.O.P. Like, I, I have some amount of respect for that. Uh, they got smashed by RNG, but, you know – it's what's the final in the Z five? I mean, we're looking at JDG. They're not an, a, a team that we love, but we still have to respect that they're not a bottom team, and yeah, she is a bottom. Better team. than the bottom teams, and it's just a matter of whether or not you think they take care of business or not. Were they the team that always drop a game, JDG, in the spring? JDG like tended, yeah. That's why I didn't like betting spreads for them. Well, yeah, yeah, they weren't that good in spring. Yeah, even though they went <laughs> until to the, the until the last leg when they, they keep yeah, they beating got, those playoff teams. They played like five well, good they series. Had, they played five good series. They got some ints, and it was fun to watch. Yeah, Gal's a good player, and you yeah. know they're, they're a fun team in terms of like their personalities. Yeah, and the little video they made was cute. So yeah, I will give them that. that. They are they are a, a goofy, weird team with a lot of characters on it, and yeah. like they aren't bad. They're just not make it to the finals in the LPL. Good. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I'll say it again. It's Lines like are really people, weird on this one. It's like people forgot that they snuck into playoffs. Like it took like yeah. three different scenarios happening exactly yeah. the way it did for them to get into playoffs, and then they went on this miracle run, which is cool. And I, like you said, everybody loves the Cinderella story, but that's what it is, right? Like it's back to reality now. So it's just a matter of like where you think their reality is. Like, are they good enough to be taking care of a team like Vici? I'm not going to touch this because I, I would have liked to have seen plus odds, but for for the the Vici taking a game, but maybe 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 betting the exact two ones the right way to go here. Odds are probably pretty good on that. Uh, next up, we have another interesting one: Invictus plus one fifteen. It's two weeks in a row with Invictus as underdogs, guys. It's getting kind of weird. Uh, against Top minus one fifty six. I'm actually surprised that Top is only minus one fifty six with no rookie. Yeah. That's what we said last week against EDG, and they come out. I'll check. That's true. Like, is is rookie confirmed not playing? I know he said he's taking time off because yeah, he's out for like a month, I believe. I think he's. What I heard. Oh, here we go. We have. Oh no, we won't. That's that's for tomorrow. Never mind. We won't have lineups. So go go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, Zen. I don't know. I don't guys how you feel. I I still feel like Top Sports is better than EDG, so I I don't know. I I would be really tempted to buy the minus one fifty six. I wouldn't touch the game score but minus 156 is reasonable for me yeah i would i'm, I'm gonna be on top sports here for a good amount I, the other thing is too like 
Knight is one of the few guys that could actually deal with Rookie if Rookie was exactly, there, right? exactly. So yep. it's a pretty a good tough matchup. No, I, I I can't find anything out yet. I'm assuming not. I think operate under the assumption that Rookie is out for the next couple weeks, and then Balan will probably be in because of that, uh, like he was for the last series, right? And they looked better in the last series. Surprise, it's surprise. the Balan effect. I mean, I mean, is it coincidence or is it not coincidence? No, Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, Maybe we, it is. We talked about that. The issue has never been Balan. Yeah. No, we, it hasn't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we talked about that on the cast last week, too, about how this team plays on these razor-thin margins where the all the timings and stuff, and, like, when you're skirmishing and being aggressive like that, a lot of the time for Invictus, sometimes it's impro- improvised, but a lot of times it's not. Like, it's planned. It's They're set plays. And you have this really, really small margin of error, and – you saw with Lucas that it just looked weird. Like, he just wasn't – the timings were off. It, it just didn't fit, right? He was making mistakes other than that, too. Oh, yeah, he was making mistakes. But, he was definitely not in places where he should and, be. And like we said last week, like, Lucas might be a good player, but when you're playing on this style of team that plays this way with these kind of margins, it's it's really difficult to look good, like, right away, right? So maybe Invictus dial it back and try to play, like, more standard – like try to play less aggressive, but I think like top just can beat them either way with the yeah with, I, without their players, right? Even if they play standard, though, so much of what they do emanates from mid lane control, and like, like you said, Knight's really good. I I think it's a big better bigger challenge for them than what Scout posed. So yeah, I that's also, where I think it falls I also apart. think it's like pretty like the one thing that that well three six nine and XX are good at is like shutting down, like just neutralizing. And if you shut sure. the shy down, if you shut the shy down in this situation, I don't, I don't know how Invictus take this game, right? Shutting yeah. the shy down seems like blasphemy. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's been done. But yes, it can be done. It's if, not if, easy. That could be, if any team that can do that, it's top. Yeah, I, right. I so I, I actually like. I'm going to be pretty heavy on TOP for this. So, uh, Calvin, anything else on this one? Um, no, no. Top. Do, I, do I send some ED, Do I send some IG in your voice? Because I think I do. No, no, no. I will go with top. All right. Sunday we have victory five minus one thirty five against ONG plus one hundred two. Uh, the victory five minus one point five is at plus one eighty eight. Perhaps more importantly, the ONG two O is at plus two twenty because I know Calvin's going to be on that shit. Yeah, um, dude, just play OMG. I really, OMG has really turned it. I'm telling you, they have really turned it around. Um, I don't, don't know why they start Pepper. I'm I'm a big fan of Penguin still, and I have to backpack John. Pepper really doesn't fit in, maybe because he hasn't played with his team. But they should have just really just. I understand they need to get him games with him in, uh, just for later in the future when they make playoffs. <clears throat> when they make playoffs, I. Got the futures bet on that when of them making playoffs. Um, so Penguin is really good, and obviously they're gonna swap back and forth. But we got a glimpse of Kane the other day, and he also looked real good. This team, I don't know, just switching it up, and I just love what they're doing. They're not like the old OMG. Maybe besides for the first couple games, they were just like they got Baron, and then they started punting it away. And you're just like, all right, here we go, OMG. You don't know what to do with Baron. <laughs> Let's go back to it. But then they started cleaning up their mid to late game and dude, curse curse carries late game and it's it's awesome i, I think this team's real deal v5 
They they still suck. I'm sorry. They still suck. Hey, hey, V5 beat Invictus Gaming 2 to 1. That's got to mean something, right? No Balan. No one played. Sorry. <laughs> Do you see, if you watch that game, Ning I know, really I just know. I'm started sorry. running towards them. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Oh my like, gosh, why? Ning was AFK. <laughs> yeah, it was so, it was so it was bad. bad. I don't know what he was doing. Like, Ning just did not want to play. I'm telling you, it's the Balan effect. And then, uh, naturally, we lost money on that game. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So I really do like OMG and 2 As much as like we don't like predicting 2-0s, I think this is the one one good line and good odds that I'm going to take OMG 2-0. Well, I like – so I, I love the OMG money line here. And I, I, I am not afraid to bet bad teams against each other either, especially when I don't think one deserves to be a favorite against the other one. Like Victory 5 are getting this minus 135 because they're, they've won – they're 2-2. Two and two. Right, and they were like decent last season. I have no idea why they're favored by this much. This should be like even money. I know this—it's not a huge gap, but I think I think it's the other way around. I think OMG should be favored. I think it should be like OMG minus one twenty, Victory Five like plus hundred or something like that. So I like OMG. I like OMG to two uh, O as well. I like the two twenty. That's really good odds on that. Anything else? Nope. All we right. all agree. Yep. We got uh, this. Goes leaves us some time to talk about the uh, the big boy match. This big boy oh, league of Legends. God, this here. is this all is right. scary. I love it. This is this this line is really interesting. So fun plus Phoenix and awesome. RNG even money. Now it's my my I, the book I pulled it from even is minus one fifteen minus one fourteen minus one fifteen. So it's juiced up like big time. But it's it's a pick 'em. Yeah. Now minus one fifteen each is a lot of juice, but the book I use is a lot of juice. So you know. Imagine for a second that it's just even money. So, so what I'm reading here, if I'm reading correctly, books think it's unlikely that Phoenix two O and very likely that RNG two O's. What? No. That so what, what that what this means when you have even no. and then the spreads are denoted like that, what it means is that they think it's even tiebreaker to Fun Plus Phoenix is basically what that's saying. So. That's why you get like the crazy odds on the the oh, plus, plus one point five, yeah, plus yeah, one point five. Yeah. That's okay. why that's why it's like minus three hundred or whatever for the plus one point five because they they're basically saying this is going to three games. It's just a matter of which way it goes, right? So let's go down the line. Where do people fall on this one? Because if if anybody's watched the LPL, these are the teams they're watching, right? These have been two of the best three teams this split. Probably these they've probably been the two best teams. Them these two in EDG. So. This is kind of like the early season Super Bowl, like the mid-season Invitational for, for a third of the way through the season in the LPL, right? Uh, teams have looked great. I I don't personally have a preference either way. So I'm kind of just going to get my popcorn out and enjoy this one. Yeah, I don't know if I do either. I think FPX is going to win this game. I really do like this game a lot. And I don't think I'm gonna bet it as well. Um, I just really think FPX is coming back this season with a better mentality and better understanding and game plan of what they have to do this split compared to last split. Obviously, they showed a lot of growth last split, and we like the RNG summer split as well. But RNG has kind of looked shaky in some of the games, even though they've been two on every single team. But FPX has just been just steamrolling teams, man. Literally just running through teams like it's no other and it's like they're they're like on a, they're a man on a mission this year yeah fun, like fun the plus very the, the very like first game yeah it's the crazy. very first game 
set the tone for the LPL, in my opinion. They came back and obliterated JDG. As much as JDG sucked, dude, FPX is just coming out just on top of with their drafts. Their solo lanes are just crushing. It's it's just ridiculous on how good they're playing right now. Everything's synchronized. Like, they they definitely did well um, in the offseason to just clean up a lot of the things that they messed up on last season, last split. And, you know, like I said, RNG has looked good. You know, they had a sweet pickup with Lang X. Um, but yeah, no, FPX I think I think they'll they they'll they'll win this. So Yeah, I'm again no neither side, but dude, watching the watching the fun plus Phoenix Revenge tours is, is has been really, really fun. They they are speedrunning people, like Invictus style. They are just obliterating people. Like it's not as they've what are they they've lost one game. They lost one game, yeah. no, they lost L G D. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah like their average game time is like twenty nine minutes. Like, yeah, it's, it's insane. They're just crushing people. As bad how as weird as like their early game kind of like falters just a little bit, dude. They just they start just I don't know. They just I feel like just other teams then play like try to match their crazy style and then just get picked off one after another. It, one after another. it's like yeah, the they, IG effect. It's like they the turn IG the effect. corner so fast exactly. in any game that they're in. It's kind of crazy. It's, yeah, so. Uh, FPX is uh, was what I'm leaning. So I'm going to be on the opposite side, but that's mainly <laughs> from a fanboy perspective. Fanboy? <laughs> we'll put, we'll take it a grain of salt. But look at from top to bottom, and we'll start with top. Who is better, Gimgun or Langex? I'm going to take Langex in this matchup. Yeah, I'll Gimgun. Take, I'll take. I'll take. Uh, I'll maybe slight edge Langz. I don't know. <laughs> and then we have Karsa, who is the best jungler right now. Yeah, in Karsa, all of LPL. I think Karsa is definitely better. Karsa is the Karsa. Best yeah. And then we have a matchup of Xiaohu against Doin B. I'll give it to Doin B. He is what Fun Plus Phoenix is built around. Doin B. And then you have LWX and Chris. I I really like Uzi and um, Uzi and the support. Can't even support remember his X. name. That's how that's how terrible Ming Ming. my fandom yeah, is. <laughs> but <laughs> I just feel like I think this game is just like, who wants it more. And yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yep. That's totally that's a totally reasonable way to look at it too. And then, do, like I said, Doom B brings just this fire, this just attitude that everyone loves. You know, when he was on the World Warrior squad, like everyone, like that team was actually that team was good with him, Kilawa, and then all, all that. You know, uh, who else? Whatever. I mean, just <clears> look at what's happened to that team since he left. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Right? He, like... he he brings an energy to a team that no one honestly in the LPL brings, and he's just the, obviously he's the core center because they put everything into him. It's like. The same thing with Uzi, but I just feel like just the passion is there for FPX this season, and I really think that that's just going to bring him over the edge against RNG. Yeah, this this is going to be a popcorn game. I'm I'm really a big actually the taking the over three or over two games is probably pretty pretty good too, or over two and a half. It's probably like minus one twenty. I didn't look. I should have looked that up. Uh, should be a good one. So we have. Uh, I'm on neither. I, maybe I would lean RNG just because I think Karsa's a big enough advantage, but it's really hard to go against Fun Plus right now. So we have – I was on lean RNG. Chris is on RNG. Uh, Zing, you're on Fun Plus, right? I'm on Fun Plus, yeah. And I'd lean there. Cal's on Fun Plus as well. Cal, you're like actually on Fun Plus, right? Not just leaning. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else on China? Let's go to the LC, uh, LEC. LEC week three. Europe's been weird, man. 
so we have Origin minus 227 against Schalke plus 175. Like, what? Think, like, think two weeks ago, like, going into the season, like, how we power rank these teams, right? And you would have looked at this line and been like, what happened? <laughs> right? Like, what happened in these two weeks, right? Uh, yes. I, I think I'm still going to be on Schalke here. Oh, I'm on Schalke on, at these odds, yeah. Yeah. I, the, that, it's, this is just a value bet for me. Like I, I think the odds of them winning one, like winning a game against Origin, are good enough that, like I'm just going to take this. I don't think they're better yet. These two teams are interesting to me because these are to me this is like the battle for third place. It's like hmm. them and then like Splice on the outset, and it would have yeah, been Vitality. I think Splice is a shot. It would have no, been yeah. Vitality here, but I'm they're no they're, my they're, gosh. They're done. Talk about disaster. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about them in a little bit. I don't think they're necessarily entirely done, but they're done for like third place contention. I'll say that, right? So, t- to me, Schalke have a bit of a higher ceiling than Origin. I've been talking to people a lot on on Twitter about this, and to me, Origin are they're they're very very good, and they're probably the third best team in Europe. It's just terrifyingly unexciting. Like they're just so unexciting to me. Like they're well coached, they're structured. I should like this team. They have good players. They still are all performing very well. They are sometimes creative. The problem I have with this team is that they don't like they're not like in game creative. They're they they're game plan creative, right? Which is cool. But I just think they're kinda like they have a ceiling and I think they're playing pretty close to it. Like they're they're like a high floor, low ceiling team that happens to be good enough to be third place in like the third best team in Europe, right? I don't think this team's gonna do anything at Worlds. Schalke I think has a higher upside, but what you get every week is like so hit or miss, right? And maybe maybe I like Schalke here because I want to like Schalke, but I I still think it's just a value pick for me. It's not going to be a lot, probably just like a small wager on the on the money line for Schalke. I mean, I agree right off the bat that these odds are mis uh, mispriced. And while I'm not a fan of Schalke, Schalke are my Genji. Okay, Schalke are my Genji. I can never get it figured them right. Um, and now that we see how bad Vitality is, we can definitely say that the first Origin win was probably not typical of how much uh, kills they put up. Yeah. Um, and in the DFS realm, Shaka's price like the lowest. I don't understand how that is really? possible. Yeah, for that's a lot of the positions, they are like them bottom end. That's They're gonna be. That's, that's gonna be chalk though. Every, everyone's gonna see that and be like, "What? Right?" Mm. They might see, oh, it's Origin. They don't give up kills. They don't give kills, and they might avoid them. Besides, you have other you have other options too. I've went through the pricing, and you have other options too for Friday. Um, but I agree. The well, I may lean Origin if for a win. I you you guys, your sports betting is seeping into my like decision making here. It's like, <laughs> this is a best of one, and it's Schalke with Trick, who really did help. Yeah, whatever problem Trick. that plagued them in the spring. Yeah, I, I'm actually Jelani, I'm actually at the opposite of you. I think Origin ceiling is higher because of the, the talent level, but I, I think Shalka Trick. I think I think Shalka Trick can just run over Cold and Cold like looks like he's never seen an objective in his life. So I think that's what makes this line attractive for me. That hasn't changed from his UOL day. You has not changed. I could totally so I'll I could see the the individual like quality argument like I. I I don't want to say they're they're capped. I really don't cuz to to me like they they're not. It's just I think that I think if these two teams at their best played, I I would prefer Schalke. And maybe that's just cuz I I want to see that. It's pro- I'm probably biased in that way in a, in all honesty here, but 
yeah, this is just value bet. I don't I don't feel strongly enough one way or the other about these teams. Right. I'm with you. I do think this is going to be three and four though. I see, in, yeah. In probably Origin three, Shalka four. Ah, eh, probably. Ah, eh, maybe not. Splice might be four, but. Yeah, I think Splice will be in the mix there. And I think those three teams are actually like to me they're the most interesting teams besides G two smashing everything. <laughs> like that's. Yeah. It's it's really it's going to be really interesting to see how these teams play out. So. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope Europe is just really, really good. Because I kind of don't think it's as good as everybody thinks it is. But I think uh, it's a good region. I just don't think it's as good as everybody thinks it is. That's Better than I know. That's, yeah, what's that saying, though? Still. <laughs> Fair. SK Gaming plus 118, Misfits minus 152. This is my pick of the week. For SK real? Gaming. Wait, seriously? Yep. Why do you, Misfits... think you pick the weirdest hills to die? go on? Guy, you gotta defend defend this. Wait, why are you tilted over this? I'm not tilted over it. It's oh. just like such a... a weird a weird thing to bet on, dude. No, okay. Um, I'm so with mis- you, by the way. I just miss. Oh, okay. Well, why you want me? To... I was about to go crazy and bet the FPX two O. <laughs> Anyways, no, I just I misfits. So misfits taking Kiri out, putting Max Warren, and Kiri yeah. looks so good at like. Just being that jungle that Misfits needs, you know what I mean. They, he was ganking, he was he was taking objectives, he was invading, he was warding well, he was setting his team up for success. It's just that Misfits, Soas just sucks. I'm sorry, he just he needs he needs to quit. And I I think Febben I don't know like, if it's just Soas on. It's not just Soas, but it's Febben. But yes, five moon as yeah, well. Right, so we got to do our John impression. Everyone's got to do their John impression. Fabivin, when you have a when you have a legendary carry player like Fabivin, yeah, it just all yeah. kind of clicks together, right? It's just <laughs> John, John. John hates John hates Fabivin. John is trash talking. Yeah. He's he's been on he's been on the throw Fabivin overboard boat, I guess, for a while now. Uh, I don't want to just say, like I think it's. I'm not saying it's just OS. I'm not just saying it's just. I'm not saying it's just automatic OS and that, but I just really do think that Misfits needs to change in the top half, and that's and Kira was was a, was a small light. Obviously, you had Han Summer and Gorilla, um, but Kira really really did. It, Misfits really looked looked good, and they looked really proactive. It looked like they were winning team fights, but it's just when it went to late game, I don't know what Misfits were just thinking. Han Samo felt like I just felt like Han Samo was not engaged in the team fights once it went to later for some reason. Um, maybe it was just not getting set up by Gorilla as much, but I didn't really, I'm really not on Misfits at all this season. And then taking Maxwell, putting him back in, I think that um, they probably thought that Maxwell just needs a break and stuff like that. I that's not the case. I think Kira should start and with SK, um, you know, Soccer has been okay. I mean, he's been pretty good. But I think with this team in general, um, you can tell that the vibes are a little bit better. And because I guess we all heard that the Warlord thing was a big deal. Um, SK has been playing really well in the early. It's just they also need to understand to finish games, take objectives when they need when they can instead of looking for team fights. I've seen Sakura. Or actually, I've seen Period get cut out a lot, and he just brought me just a little too much. Yes, and that's that's their problem there. If Period just 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 lanes and then just waits for just like good opportunities, um, SK is gonna 
SK, I think SK can be really good. You know, they can Calvin, be. Are you telling the Korean player to play more Korean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh... Just play defensively. Play Just... for late game. Is that what you're saying? I need we need period to do that. Sorry, this man we, learned we, under Faker and Easy Hoon. Okay, so yeah, but it looks it doesn't show. <laughs> you need him to be more like Easy Hoon and less like Faker. Yeah, what you're saying. Sorry, so you, need be, you need him to be a coach. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Easy Hoon was so that's good. Why, that's why that's why was a low blow, him. man. He was good. <laughs> we need an LCK coach. Really? In in the best region of the world right now? Yeah, so. Here we go. Here we go with the Europe is <laughs> Europe greater than all. Here we go. Uh, yes. SK. Okay, so I, I do like SK mostly because I don't think Misfits should be favored by this much against anybody besides, like, Excel maybe. Right? I think Excel is really good. This is going to be another one where I'm just I'm just value betting SK. I, I agree. I yeah, I'm with you. It's basically even... I'm 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 surprised you guys like the Misfits bot lane so much though. I think the bot lane is like a massive problem. I think it's so weird because I don't think anybody but the like very best teams in Europe are actually punishing bot lanes, and I think that's like a big problem. And that's why like that's actually that's a big that's actually a big reason why I think like the like the Western regions. Everyone, it's easy to say like because G two is so good. It's real easy to say that like oh yeah, Europe's like got to be good by default, right? That's not always the case, right? And the no, Western I, I region, agree with The Western that. regions have that. no punish game whatsoever besides, like, Liquid and G2. Like, even Cla- – like, let's look at the second-best teams, right? Like, Fnatic and Cloud. Fnatic are pretty good. Fnatic know how to punish, like, any lane. They're, they, they're pretty good. I think they're – if I had to put, like, NA and Europe together, I think Fnatic's probably the third-best team over Cloud9. But the, the biggest issue the Western regions have is they, they don't know how to punish, Right. Like, anybody can play these scaling yeah. games. They can play to not make mistakes, yeah. but they don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's always been the case, but uh, that's a whole right. separate topic, right? This is just SK value pick for me. Uh, I do think Hansama's is good, but he – I don't know. He he hasn't been quite as good as he was last split, but it's always so hard to tell with this team because they just give him all the resources, and it's like – I mean, like I said, they do. It's just like – I, for some reason, I like he just goes missing in, like, late games. He really does. I don't know, man. I Hansam is, is, like, the best of, like, the Tier 2 carries. And what I mean by Tier 2 carry is, like, tier two, to me, Tier 1 carries are guys that will create plays on their own and create damage on their own with limited resources. And they'll smash games home with resources, right? There's very few guys that can do that, especially at 80 carry. Then there's this huge swath of players at, like, the Tier 2 for carries where if you give them resources, they'll carry a game. He's, like, one of the better ones in that pool. I'm trying to think of, like, like think of, like, five years ago, double lift, right? Yeah, he's going to carry a game if you give him resources, right? But he's Hansama is not Uzi or Teddy or – well, Ruler is a weird one because Ruler, I think, can do both, but Genji never played that way. Yeah, but Ruler, at least, like, he can serve as his form of engage because of his, exactly. because of his champion pool, whereas exactly. Hansama can't. Hansama only and plays hyper carries. It's, it's, but I think that's actually a problem for them. I do. That he – he he can't play another style. Yeah, I, I think eventually teams are going to figure out drafts that can punish that. I just I don't know if that's happened yet. Like they're just kind of getting to do what they want to do. I don't know if it's like the best of one factor that teams like haven't gotten a chance to like play a series and figure out. Oh, if we take them off this or take them off this, then they're not going to have any engage. Because there's I mean we've seen SKT do that. Like SKT's been cornered into drafting comps that just don't have an engage this season, right? Yeah, and I just I, don't get why. 
Yeah, if they just picked like Varus, a yeah, lot of their problems would be Varus and Ash. Like exactly. I don't know. Or Sona. He, <laughs> he's played a lot of Varus before. Yeah, he was good at. He was good last year on Varus. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. He's. He's not. I don't know. I'm. Uh, he's still good, but he's. He hasn't been playing that well. He hasn't had to yet. So I. I don't know. I don't yeah, like bottom line. Team. Bottom line, you cannot count on Hansama to carry Misfit. Yeah, and don't don't count on Misfit. Misfits has some... the real. I think yeah, is the other right. bottom line. Right, right, like, right. Just don't trust this team just because they're two and two. Right, they are two and two. Right, am I crazy? Yeah, they're two and two. Um, yes, they beat up on XL and. So next up, we have G two versus Fnatic. Are probably our match of the week. Match of the next two weeks. Yeah. Match of the next three weeks. Match uh, of the day. This is the only one that matters here. So, <laughs> True uh, yeah, if you want to talk big picture, this is the only one that really matters, right? So, I I think these odds are probably about right. Like, minus two. Th- yeah. This like, is a tough one to go either way. You guys take care. I'm going to go get implied odds for this real fast. So, somebody. All right, Zing, our guess. Go ahead. I, I think this one's just a bad matchup for Fnatic. Um, G2 are playing really fast through all three lanes. Um, I don't think that Broxa is necessarily able to do enough in the early game just to support all three, and it just makes his jungles hard. Jungle position hard. Reckless is not someone that you can win lane around, and it's just I, I don't see how Fnatic um, win win the first twenty minutes. Having said that, like if there is a team that G two is just going to stub their toe against, and they, they they go a little too ham in the draft, and for whatever reason, you know, Fnatic are able to, to claw into a lead this. I mean, they're good enough that they can play with these guys. It's just, I think it's stylistically really tough because of the lane lead that G2 is going to establish. Yeah, I think that's a good point because, like, they, they actually have the players to hang. They're, like, one of the few yeah. teams. I mean, them and, I guess, like, Origin have good enough players to hang, right? So it's, like, that aspect of it. Yeah, like, if they get a lead, it's it suddenly just turns into, like, a coin flip game, right? But, G, man, G2, <laughs> they, they create stuff out of nowhere too. So I never even know. I never even know if they're behind if they're going to lose. But I, I I agree with you. They're they're playing a little too fast for Fnatic right now. And it's not to say Fnatic have been playing slow. No, it's, just, it's not at all. Yeah, just not at the pace that G2. They're on another planet right now. Uh, G2 are probably the best team in the world right now. I would I, say I thought, so. Like I, I thought, it's it's always hard to tell because this is Europe and not like China or Korea or like an international event, right? Right. Where you're having the best of the best, it's always hard to tell. But it, it, they feel invincible. They feel like they can do whatever they want and win any game yeah. from any. Situation. It would have been really. I mean, we just need. It would have been perfect. Love Team Liquid, but it would have been perfect to see them play Invictus in the final at MSI yeah. because I mean I don't really take the group stage who who beat whom in that too seriously i just want i wanted to see these two guys play each other in a best of five and it looks yeah. like we'll get that for at least a few months yeah we'll see I, I i hope we do get to see it because it would just be awesome the hype around that series would be so good uh i the other thing we've been talking about is that from a from a betting standpoint is if you think g2 are gonna drop a game or two this series like this season or three or more there are some shots you can take, right? You're going to get really, really good value. I think this is priced right. So the the implied odds for this are minus two thirteen is a sixty eight percent implied win rate. It's like sixty eight and change, right? So do we think that's about right? Is this like seventy thirty game, sixty eight thirty two, whatever it is. Like I think that's probably about right in a best of one. G two are that good. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This is about the right. On. This is like the one spot where like I I feel like I should be betting G two because we're never going to see a number this good ever again. 
Like, if G2 wins this, we're never, ever going to see this number again. No, I 100% agree. G2's the best team in the world right now. I just don't know if I can. I don't know. We'll see. Have we ever said a European team's the best team in the world? Fnatic had a couple uh, good seasons, but no, I don't think anybody was. But never in the world. world. Yeah, never had a Western team. Like, if you go back to season one, I guess you could say like CLG or something like that. But yeah, or even then, it was like neither of them went. But it was like I, I don't think we've ever had a Western team. It's been nine seasons, and it's like nine seasons for us to get one. Yeah, All I right. agree. Uh, next up, the decidedly less exciting Splice minus two hundred eight. Against Rogue, plus 156. I kind of like Rogue here. Nah. <laughs> I don't think the odds are good enough yeah, for Rogue. I'm going to leave Splice on this one. That's fair. I'll shut my mouth. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shut my mistaken <laughs> mouth and listen to my comrades here. I, I will have to say, Humanoid has not been playing at a very high level. I don't so know if that's... So you're going to say Larson's going to just power him through? I mean, the real can I just went through Larson, but I mean, humanoid I mean, yes, isn't can. of no. Larson, 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 there. What was it? Larson's yeah, I would agree. I don't think humanoid's playing out of his mind, but I don't know that Rogue have enough to challenge them. Yeah, I, I think Splice, Splice are kind of like we we talk about putting teams in like the Invictus camp or the SKT camp, where it's like, oh, uh, this is a good team that punts games to bad teams. Splice are like. The one thing Splice does is that they don't lose to bad teams. That's they true. might always beat. They might not beat the elite teams, but they they kind yeah. of just take care of business. Like they because because they play a very structured like you know one plus two plus three equals win kind of style, right? Yeah. And they actually have like they're not unlike last year. They're not just surrendering early games and assuming they'll outscale people or just like wait for mistakes to happen. Like they're actually being pretty proactive now. So. But, like, not so aggressive that it's, like, mistake-prone, like, where they're going to get punished for it. So, I, I don't know. This place should be able to take care of this. I kind of liked Rogue, but you, now that I'm thinking about it, they I would want a better number than this. I kind of just want Rogue to be slept on, but this isn't a good enough number. You guys are right. Excel, plus 147, Vitality, min- minus 192. Is Vitality going to get it together or no? Yeah. There's no way to lose to Excel. Like, there's no way, dude. Vitality has so many good players to not... I the seem XL. to remember a certain entire podcast thinking that last week, too. <laughs> okay, but this is different, man. Is it, though? <laughs> it's a new week. Is it? Yes, it's I like week. Excel in this one. I'm going to be oh, I'll, I'll okay. be out there. Hear this. I hey, let's hear, this. Let's I mean, they're, they're making subs in the bot lane, which I think make a lot of sense. I wish they would sub a spe- special back. And, like, Vitality look like they're lost right now. Like, Mowgli looks absolutely garbage. Um, it's the same thing we saw at the beginning and end of last split. and. I I don't know. I think I think Excel could pull the upset here. Okay, so I'll, I'll jump in a little. Yeah, the the substitution is what's making my uh, it's piquing my interest. Like Zing said, uh, Mystique when he was in Excel looked different. Uh, granted, that was near the end of the spring split, and everyone's just like given up, and Excel was able to pull off a few upsets back then, but. Uh, I do want to see if this was because of Mystique that forces the whole XL to change their approach because XL wants to play this macro, slow, objective focus, very a Kasing centric type of team. So taking him out, Yarnan, who looks absolutely nothing like the Yarnan that I knew from the past. Judge him on a couple games, though, man. Ah. I agree. Like, look, I, I think that's just good like players adjust. 
good players adjust. It's too easy to just say like, "Oh man, Yarnin looks terrible because he's played a few games." You know, sounds like, like so is. Fair. All right, so I have a di- I have a different angle for this, right? Who is a better team? If if uh, we had Rogue versus Excel right now, who's favored? Like, build make your own line right now. Rogue would be minus one ten. So even I would, basically. So basically I would say Rogue even. would be Rogue would be minus one thirty for me. Okay. Not much different. Okay, so Rogue a little bit better, right? So. I want to see special back. If it's, if special comes back, it goes to even. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the the reason I the reason I ask this is because that's who Vitality we were guaranteed we're gonna they were gonna win last week. We were all on that, right? What gives? How do you guys not know everything? WTF, right? That's <laughs> so. The line values here for Excel, man, and Vitality. I agree. They look lost. Mowgli and Dr- I don't want to. Everyone's everyone's giving shit to Jazuke for that LeBlanc game. And I we, think we he's talk- playing fine though. We talked about it last week that like w- when you're trying to make plays to punch back in a game, sometimes it's just going to look really stupid, and that just sticks yeah. in people's mind. But like he's doing what he's yeah the the stuff in in the base he was inting whatever right the play <laughs> the the dive on Poppy you go for that play every time in that situation yeah I agree it looked really it was a bad look it ended up like being really embarrassing or whatever but that's the kind of plays that you need to make and that's why we like Vitality is because they're not afraid to punch back like they've always been that kind of team but <laughs> dude this is I'm not paying 192 for a team that's looked this shaky I'll go the other way. Like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me I'm not, I'm not, I'm not betting this. I'm not betting this but, yeah, 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 don't don't bet on this. But I, I would. It. <laughs> it could go either like, way. Like you all opinion. said, Jisuke is Jisuke. He's been like that from the get go. I think Hilla was too. the one that overperformed yeah. last split. Yeah, Hilla did overperform. He did. And yeah. now you cannot Agreed. rely on him. And so if Jisuke falters, the whole team just collapses. Well, I also think that was not a good look. No. Jackson's the worst support ever. Lou's the worst support. I, he really is, man. He kind of makes you wonder how this team actually did well. Yeah, is like... I don't know how, but Jack, Jisuke's I, yeah. a monster, dude. He is, but Jackson's so bad, dude. He's just oh so my so bad. Gosh. He's just... in both real life and fantasy. <laughs> He's... I don't know if you guys. This might be before Chris's time, but like Zing and Cal, you guys probably remember. Um... Oh my god, he was the KT support, and he ended up playing in Europe for a while. Oh my god. He played Alistair and he always had these like clown shoes Alistair plays where he would just be feeding games. Oh my god. H something. What what season? Maybe I can pull it up. Uh, I'll I'll remember it a different time, but Jack Charles just like feeding, man. He just makes he makes like two unforced errors every game. At least it feels that way, where he's like straight up just like up oh, hard mistake. Like just with no reason or justification, just like a straight up hard mistake, and then there's usually Hachani. another one. Hachani, that's it. Yeah, it is yeah. Hachani. He's Hachani, he right? Vi- he went to a Vitality, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's Hachani. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> Hachani. Yeah, the difference was Hachani <laughs> had these like crazy highlight reel plays too. He did. Yeah. And Jack Troll like doesn't. So I don't. At what point are you just inting? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I should probably just avoid this game. I don't know if it's just inting or he just sucks. <sighs> 
Okay, big picture wise, I'm hearing a lot of people crapping on Yamato. Is it warranted or not? It's okay. like they said this I is like all what over Vince again. About when yeah. we we're talking about the group DM, I I think that's a really good thing to bring up. So yeah, I'll 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 bring it up. I've written about this a bunch of times, and we've we've been running pretty long, but I think we can. No, it's whatever. Uh, so, we have a special guest. So, it's okay. So, yeah, we have an excuse, right? So I have this theory. Uh, I, I call it the Peter Laviolette theory. Now, Peter Laviolette is a coach in the NHL. Uh, he's coached the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, the National Predators. He's, he's been to a bunch of different teams, right? And over the course of his career, the first two years that he spends with a team, he takes them from, like, nobody to, like, the Stanley Cup. He did it with the Carolina Hurricanes. They actually won their first cup as a franchise uh, in their second year with him. The Flyers went to the cup against the Blackhawks in their second year with him. Nashville was a top four team in the NHL for the first three years with him. I compare Yamato Cannon to him because every team he's gone to, they're great for like the first split or two, and then they it seems like they either get figured out or maybe like he's like one of these like fire and brimstone type coaches and it just like loses its muster after a while for some of the players. I don't think that's been the case this split. I don't think I think their drafts have been actually pretty creative and they just haven't been executing well. I don't know if it was like everyone's trying to like crap on the boot camp and all that too. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just something's not going wrong going on with this team. And I don't think for once, I don't think it's Yamato's problem. I yeah, I would agree with that. I think problem. I think some of some of the criticism of him is warranted. I don't think the boot. I think the boot camp stuff is just a red herring. Um, their early game is the problem now, and Yamato Cannon. You know, I, I think that the, your theory is right though overall. Because what he does is he commits to his style and he gets the team to buy in. And when you're in a chaotic environment, that's really valuable for young players. And if, if you're in a league where there's no clear cut, you know, one, two, three, that's also very valuable. Because if you can just nail down what your identity is, you can, you know, contend for that the top two very easily. But I think over time, especially in a franchise environment, it's going to get tougher and tougher because – People know what that is. It's going to be more meta-reliant when strong solo lane champions and people and, and split pushing is in vogue, then his stuff is going to work. But I would agree that right now their problems aren't necessarily related to people figuring him out. It's just the team just does not look good. Yeah, I, I, think, it's, I think it's almost purely execution right now. Yeah, and, and I don't I mean, even want to say it's confidence either because they are playing confident. They're just messing up. Like I, just, I don't. How do you how do you have a top lane dive with lease where the lease is not the first person to hit the champion? Like that, <laughs> that shouldn't be possible. This is stuff that you do in like platinum and low diamond solo queue. Like that's like a very routine thing. And he, probably if you have an elise main that's like a gold player, they probably know to do that, right? Like it's like oh, this is the most abusable thing in this entire kit. Let's do it. Nope. Yeah, I. Between that and 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 they, they that and like just Jack Trolls punts like just random mistakes he makes every game and then they've just they've made a couple I mean Jazuka hasn't been invulnerable to split either but uh, it, right, it it really does feel like it's Jazuka or bust right now and it just hasn't clicked yet in a few games now would it surprise anybody at all to see this team bounce back become themselves and just finish in like fifth place it wouldn't surprise really. me at all. It's just a matter of like timing that, right? And I don't, I don't think, I, I don't trust it yet. I, I'm, I, I usually like to get ahead of the wait and see mode because I think that's how you lose value. Is because once the team shows that they're good, you're not going to get the good value on them anymore. You got to kind of take a leap of faith. I'm not taking a leap of faith with this team yet. I got to say it because like they're they're doing things that like professional teams shouldn't be doing. And I've talked a lot about that on Twitter where it's like they're missing like like 
fundamental things. Like that like the Elise play you talked about. How many missed flashes has this team had over walls, right? That's not that's something you can literally sandbox when you're a professional player you should be doing that. Like you, the, these shouldn't be errors the pros are making, right? All right. Uh just for the sake of time, let's keep this going. So we have uh, Saturday. We have Misfits minus one twenty-five. Schalke minus one hundred. This is a pick 'em. Yeah, it's egregious. egregious. I mean, yeah, this is this is this is egregious. Schalke, right? Like I like Schalke here. Schalke, Schalke. Yeah, it's Schalke. Okay. Yeah, unanimous. <laughs> yep. Uh, Vitality plus one fifty-seven. SK Gaming minus two seventeen. Uh, I'm not gonna bet it. I'm You're gonna, gonna, gonna bet lose it. if Vitality is... beat Excel. This is gonna go to like plus. Ah, but it's it's Excel. Do you celebrate a victory against Excel at For this, this point? This vitality team, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, okay. you would do. Okay. You, you would take it. This okay. is uh, yeah. I would stay away. This this line's really tough to figure out. I would stay away personally. Yeah, I I'm I'm avoiding it because that's too rich for SK Gaming. Like I'm not paying yep. that for them. Uh, Rogue, yep. <laughs> Rogue plus four forty seven G two minus seven sixty nine. I'm throwing a lottery ticket on Rogue. Ooh. These odds are too good. Okay, yeah. This, this is the type of odds. Like, yeah. Fnatic, even though they could beat G2, it's like plus 164. Like, what am I getting out of yeah. that? I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to take a flyer, this is the type of yeah. flyer. Yeah. If G2 wins, I'm going to bet I'm gonna bet SK. Or Rogue, uh, sorry. Rogue. Say Rogue. Okay, Rogue. Okay. Rogue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to bet Rogue. If G2 loses the line's Fnatic, gonna go up. Yeah. Uh, if G2 loses Fnatic, then I think G2 is just going to stomp uh, Rogue. Yeah, well, there's that aspect too. We talked. Yeah, that truth. was the same. The same angle truth. we had last week, where like we were like, "Oh, if this is a good lottery ticket." Like, because G two is not going to go eighteen or no. I mean, no, they're not. Maybe they will. They're they, they're too yeah. volatile to go eighteen or no, right? Where I could see them just playing like you know Soraka mid or something, <laughs> just like trying to style on people and losing a game, but. Pike jungle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, Pike cycle. Dude, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you That's the last role positions. that Pike has not played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pike cycle, I love it. Uh, so, this is as yeah. good a lot. Of, uh, like, you're going to start seeing these once in a while. Like, these plus 350 mm-hmm. or higher odds. Those are lottery tickets to take on G2s. So I'm probably going to put, like, a quarter unit or a half a unit on Rogue here. Just yeah, that sounds about right. Enough. It's best that of one, man. Right. Stranger things have happened. Aldous Knox Luna went to top eight at Worlds. Okay, stranger things have happened. Uh, JDG went to the LPL finals. <laughs> uh, Origin minus 227, Splice plus 162. Interesting matchup. I kind of like Splice here at these odds. I'm going with Origin, so I'm not touching this one. But then again, yeah. I like Splice like earlier, too. So I liked Rogue against Splice, too, so I don't know what I like here. I'd have to, I gotta, I gotta look into this one more because I haven't watched, like, I haven't rewatched all the EU games yet. But I, I would like just gut check. I'd lean, I'd lean Splice here. Yeah, I think it's close for me. Um, I would, I would lean Origin because of Jungle. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. I think it's gonna be a snooze fest of a game, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, Excel. Oh, maybe the over on uh, time is under on kills is the way to go with that game. Oh, I like that. Excel plus four seventy two. Fnatic minus eleven eleven. Not betting right? it. <laughs> that is correct. That is minus one thousand one hundred and eleven. I mean, you can't bet that, right? <laughs> nope. I mean, I'll I'll take. Excel. I'm going to do the same thing I did with Rogue. Excel, yeah. I'm taking Excel. Yeah. Here. Excel. Yeah, well. We we talked about this last week. Excel oh, and Rogue God. both look better. Like they they. They're probably going to end up being ninth and tenth or eighth, ninth, something like that. Some iteration of those bottom three spots, but they definitely look like they're both improved. And I think they're going to be like a game or two better. 
So that's a good lottery ticket. The first side one. note, real quick. Here we go. Never bet on Academy, dude. I just watched two <laughs> teams just throw the game so hard. GGS oh. just threw the game. And Full D9 just. C9 just threw this game. They had Baron destroyed every single thing besides the inhibitor. And I they am watching with you. <laughs> overconfident. And they got aced. Dude, look, 100 Thieves aced them in their own base. 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves a- bang. 100 Thieves. Dude, 100 thieves oh my god. The saddest, the saddest, the saddest I someday. <laughs> Don't play Academy, dude. Whatever you guys do, do not bet on Academy. Zing, we stupid. haven't gotten your thoughts on, on the, uh, the, the saddest timeline for 100 Thieves. Are you, just, um, are you just depressed with the rest of us because it is really sad. It's so um, sad. Yeah, I don't know what to say. They, they, we've written a lot about them. I mean, the the team is just fundamentally broken. It's so sad. I don't want to see these players go out like this, man. They won't. I'm gonna have faith and hope they get it together. But in the meantime, we'll go to NA. Again, excellent transitional material. <laughs> uh, starting off with a pretty good one. So we got Liquid minus 233, Golden Guardians plus 173. Uh, I'm not going to bet this, but like, I, this is more interesting than I think people are going to give it credit for. Yeah, like, Golden Guardians look good. Yeah, Golden Guardians pull this off. Yeah, Golden Guardians look good, and I think if, if they get a draft that works for that that seems like night and day different when they get comfort picks, right? Yeah. So I, I think Golden Guardians have a chance here, depending on how the draft goes. Uh, I believe they have blue side for this too. I think the second team listed's blue side, so that could factor in too. I don't know. Uh, this is this is close. I'm gonna have to think on this on some more, but uh, this is pretty close. I might end up firing on Golden Guardians here. Any other thoughts, Calvin? Chris, DFS angle for this one? Uh, I think I'm good. I think Guardians. Guardians will be good value if you're thinking and yeah it's a best of one so i'm um, just something about golden guardians there's this hurdle that i haven't seen them cross yet so i haven't golden guardians are the snake of na for you uh, snake, snake not not hurdle. quite there yet just see them as more of a young team that is forming an identity it's in so it's in a formative stage it's in around a formative stage i don't know if Froggen's the answer but wait he's is it Froggen? Froggen. he's been fine Froggen, but he might he's also be popped out I don't know that Liquid can take advantage of them in the early game. Yeah. That's and a good so point. You, you look at that and you look at, you know, potential for a longer game, uh, you know, where, where late game, it can, it can go either way, just win, win a team fight. Like um, and I, I think it's interesting that we still think of Golden Guardians as a young team because it's like definitely in contracts aren't really young anymore. At some point, it's just like they've either arrived or they haven't. I think that's the narrative with that team. Like, do you? So, uh, I still think I tend to. People tend to think like sophomore years like different, right? For a lot of pro players in like every sport, I I still think they have room to grow. But I agree with you. Like, they're not a young team anymore. They're maybe maybe they're like literally young. Besides Froggen, but they're they they've had a year. This is a year and a half now, right? And they've been together for that time. It's not even like this is a team that's been thrown together this off season, right? No, like I thought the they were a new team this year. They were a different no, team last year. year. It was last well, I mean, they, they got Froggen and Hanser. Yeah. Froggen and Hanser. But, but, but those are known quantities, right? You're, you're yeah. not like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to get at a hot on. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, not, you're not changing your identity based on, on those two pickups, right? Your, 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 your core three is still the same three, right? So, or two, sorry. But um, I don't know. I, I think they can take this down. I think these odds are good enough to take a shot on it. 
Liquid aren't perfect. They're very good. I think they're cut above everybody else, but uh, TSM minus two twenty seven yeah. optic plus one sixty nine. I'm gonna be on optic here, and I have Ooh. a I have a small soapbox to stand on because I'm gonna. Eat I would, some, I'm with you. I'm gonna eat some crow and praise Damn, optic. All... So all right, optic number one fixed a lot of like they were a super linear team last season. They have good enough players that they sometimes could get it done doing their super linear thing if they weren't punished for it, right? Two, they've added and f- they've added. They they are just willing to play team fight now. They weren't willing to do that at all last year, right? They've added that dimension, right? Three, they're pretty good at it. Four, Crown looks like he's adjusted and is just dumpstering everybody again, right? Crown looks like the player he was when they won the world championship. He's like best player yeah. in the world. He looks like that yeah. right now. I know it's NA, but you know. There's some good players that he's taken to school here, right? Uh, actually, I will say the mid lane talent in NA is actually pretty good. So, you know, if yeah, the mid lane talent's pretty. They just look good. They look sharp. They look like they had. They must have just had like a really good off season or something because they're clicking on all cylinders. They have these pocket picks that you have to account for in the draft with the twisted fate, right? I know that sounds stupid and easy to deal with, and I talk, last week I mentioned that I was like, I wonder if this team's just going to get figured out if teams ban like rise and twisted fate against them, right? And I, I'm no longer – like, they played Liquid really well last week. Like, that game – they could have won that game. And I have a lot of respect for that because they're, they're showing me things that they didn't do before. And I, I'm i I'm now going to plant my flag and say I was wrong, and I think this is a real team. Like, I don't think this is a fad. I don't think this is a hot start. They're going to lose games, but I think they're, like, they're a legit team. Like, I don't think this is just a fluke or, like, a, a string of hot games. I think they're the real deal. And I think Crown individually is good enough – and, I mean, hell, Arrow, too, if he's <laughs> getting back to it. Uh, Crown is good enough to, to be a guy that you build an entire team around, and he can, he can like, solo carry. Like, he's actually that good when he's when he's in the zone like this. So, I think Optic are a real team that we need to account for now, and I think they're probably on the same level as TSM. Are you spooked a little bit by the two straight losses? No. Okay. No. Uh, mostly because I think playing Liquid the way they did was – got a lot of respect for me, and I know it's only one game, <laughs> but <laughs> – they're, they're, they're just like like their their process is correct, their procedure is correct. They're most of the time executing well, which is like what good Western teams do. Like good Eastern teams do all of that stuff and more, right? Mm-hmm. Good Western teams, like like I'm talking like you know top four Western teams. That's what they do, right? They have good process. They have good like procedurally. They're doing all the right things, and they're no longer a linear team, and they have an elite player. So I think that's enough for a team in NA to be like a third, fourth place team, maybe second. Right. I don't know if they're as good as cloud nine, but I think they're like now in that tier with TSM. Whereas, or before the season started, I think I had them like eighth or seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Um, That's where everyone had them. Yeah. (laughs) Some people had them. I think somebody had them. I think John might've had them like ninth or 10th. I forget. Somebody (laughs) had them lower than that, but Uh, Calvin, you got anything on this one? Um, no, I don't. (laughs) I really, no, I mean, I no, I agree with you. I was really hot on optic. I mean, after they won a couple of games, but I do, I did say Crown was uh, has been really good this split. So yeah, I, I think this is one of those places where, like, you know, what if they end up just like turning back into a pumpkin? I'll, you know, it is what it is. I'll feel pretty bad, but like, I, I'm pretty good at no, like, I, I'm pretty stubborn in my preseason reads and I'm, I'm adjusting quickly on this one. Cause the, the film just is telling me otherwise, right? Like they look good. I also um, like how Medios has been playing as well lately. Yeah. Medios has really stepped it up big time. 
Uh, next up, we have Cloud9, minus 526 against 100 Thieves, plus 297. Not bad, Cloud9's going to win. Yeah, not touching this. Agree. Agree, don't touch it. The line's not high enough for 100 Thieves. Yeah, even after their win last week. CLG, minus 169, FlyQuest, plus 130. This is probably the most interesting (sighs) game of the week. It is really interesting. FlyQuest. I want to believe in... Yeah, no, I was going to say, I want to believe in FlyQuest. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. you gotta you gotta start winning games. There's only eighteen of them, right? It's I I can't. We talked a lot about both of these teams last week, right? Like we spent we probably spent like fifteen minutes talking about these two teams last week. Oh really? Now, I'm impressed with how CLG's playing. Like they've impressed me. I think they they've they're playing like they've been playing for eight weeks already. Now my theory is I don't know how much better they can be. But, again, I tend to be a bit on the skeptical side for, like, the overall talent of this team. Maybe I'm underselling them a little bit. Wiggly's been excellent. Ruin has fit right in. I don't know. How, again, I don't know how much better they can get. I know FlyQuest should be better. That That's what that's what's getting me on this, right? I think we all agree on that. Like, I don't know if they've just it's just been the schedule or they've looked really weird. But I, I was, like, really turned off by last that, that whole last weekend for FlyQuest. So, I, I feel like we should be on FlyQuest here because I think there's regression working both ways in this game. And But I do think it's kind of priced accordingly, right? Yes. Yep. So any any yeah, think... inklings or leans one way or the other for you guys? I want to believe in FlyQuest, like I said, but I think CLG takes this game. Mm. I agree. CLG get comfort. They look totally different. Yeah, I... Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to do it uh, so this will probably be a no pick from me but I CLG is probably the right side and I think unfortunately for Fly, FlyQuest might be the team that that gets hot in the second half and figures it out and they make a run to try to get a playoff spot and they just don't because they got too far behind early. Oh, we'll see. Continue to monitor their lineup um, announcement. FlyQuest has started JJ and Academy this week and they said they're experimenting. Maybe they saw something with Hundred Thieves experiment. Oh, that's, so, that's so well, I mean, you brought tough. in Wadid to Wadid. What that was the one? Not to sit on the yeah. yeah. But we'll see. Okay. Yeah, I think this is like the most interesting, even if it's not necessary. I mean, this is basic. Yeah, you're right, Zang. Like, this is a must-win game for FlyQuest, more or less. Like, they they're not better. Even when they're playing well, they're not better than like the top two or three teams. Exactly. So. They're a team that's going to have to, like, get into playoffs and then get hot, right, if they're going to, like, win a title. I don't think anyone thinks they're going to win a title, but, like, if but even that's just getting into playoffs. Thinking, yeah, exactly. Like, now at this point, like, you know, you've had teams take a step up. The optics now good, right? Uh, Golden Guardians have been looking pretty good. Like, there's not a lot of wiggle room here. Yeah, the, the way I would look at it for them is they're, like, like you said, they're not going to be your top three teams. So then you look at well, we're one and five. So that's at least three or four more losses on our, on our, you know, on their on their record. Ross, uh, so now you've lost nine yeah. games, right? You've, you've lost nine games. There's only eighteen. Yeah. Man, so you, you, that's, that's, you need yeah. to go like nine and three in your last twelve games. Exactly. That's a tall and, order. It's a really it tall is. order. It is. And, yeah. And, the moment they lost the clutch, that was that's a team that they're supposed to beat. Clutch has been looking good lately. Yeah, Clutch, Clutch has been looking good. I'm not taking that anything away from that, but that's a team that FlyQuest were typically good against. The teams that don't play as a team, 
Uh, that's what Clutch is traditionally known for. Their solo queue, great. But when FlyQuest can't even beat that, you kind of have to wonder what their strengths are. Well, I think, like, yeah. there's a bunch of, like, all these teams that were, like, on the bubble, so to speak, in NA, like, the, the like, think of the teams, like, like CLG and Optic, I think a lot of people had, like, 7th and 8th, or, like, 6th, 7th, and 8th, right? If both of them look good right now, now there's a chance CLG falls off, we don't know. There's a chance Optic falls off, we don't know. But you're right, like, if they look better, all of a sudden, like, you're only better than Echo Fox. Like, you're only definitively better, and we don't even know that. Like you're, they're in big trouble here. Like maybe, maybe that's the reason to take FlyQuest here is that they're going to be like hyper motivated to win this game, and maybe CLG are like, hey, we started hot, and they're like feeling a little overconfident or something. But uh, this is a really interesting one. I, I, I think it was it was worth taking some time to dive into that one. I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but it feels like CLG win. Uh, last yeah. game on Saturday, we have Clutch minus one seventy two, Echo Fox plus one nineteen. It's probably this is my pick of the week. Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> nobody so... should be, nobody should be less than a minus two hundred versus Echo Fox. <laughs> okay. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm with this. Like e- even Flycross. Unless there's, I just checked their Twitter. Like there's not a roster change that I'm not aware of. Like Echo Fox looked awful. Echo Fox look like I don't want to say they look like they've mailed it in, but they look like they're just like hanging out. Like they literally yeah, just look like they're showing up to LCS every week and hanging out, and it it kind of sticks in my crawl a little bit. Like I can't. It's like, dude, you're getting paid. They, well, they have some young players where it's like you can't really reasonably expect them to win with those guys, but yeah. like there's no real plan around them either. Yeah, like I I want I would like I want to see them going all in on one. Of, you know what I mean? Like set up a game for one of these guys. They they, they look no, like SK Telecom with no talented players. Like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, let's go in without a game plan, and uh, we'll just play our way out of it. Oh man! But you, we don't. We can't. Like we're not that good. So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm with this. I, I like that. That's a good. That's a good. Pick. Okay. That's a good pick. All right. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Cloud nine minus two thirty eight. CLG plus one sixty nine. This is maybe CLG. Would you throw a quarter unit on this? Cloud Nine are pretty good. I know. I know they punt games here and there, but I think Cloud Nine's winning. I think Cloud Nine's just gonna win this. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna. I think it'd be. I think I'm getting too cute. Yeah, don't talk yourself out of this one. This one, yeah. I Cloud I'm not gonna bet it, but Cloud Nine probably win this. Steals I think this one's actually just right. Two, minus two thirty-eight is like seventy-ish percent. So that's probably about right. Yeah. Uh. Hundred thieves plus twenty two and twenty two fly quest minus one sixty seven. All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. This That's is a rough weird. one. The battle of the disappointers. I mean, the, I'll did you say just like take the, who's I'll, giving you odds? Yeah, I'll say the mo- <laughs> the model's just gonna say hundred thieves because it's like, right. oh yeah, well these two teams are both disappointing. They're both looking terrible. Take the who's getting the points, right? It's like it's yeah. like the same as like. Taking the points in a football game, right? Yeah, you take the points and run. You take the points and run. And yeah. I'm, like, low-key kind of interested in that game. Isn't some, this I'm part of your process? Weird, dude, I'm some kind of weird masochist. Cause this I just, is part of your process, right? When you take the team, when two evenly po- bad teams faced each other. Yeah, that's, like, how models work. Is like, you take yeah. the ratings compared yep. to each other, and it's like, okay, you take the value here. So, 
Am I actually oh. gonna bet Hundred Thieves though, man? Like I don't, I don't know. I, I want better odds. I want better. Believe, odds. believe in fake God and uh, Ryu. We'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna forget you said that. <laughs> God damn it! So sad. I literally. We're, I literally we're betting. Get we're betting a hundred thieves here. We're betting a hundred thieves here. All right. Maybe. I'll say lean hundred thieves. Liquid minus three seventy, clutch two forty eight. Before I get too depressed, the two teams that have colossally let down my expectations. I'm not betting this one. Don't I bet liquid team liquid win. The, the, the likes to yeah, you can't bet liquid at that. No. That high level. And giving no. that much. And liquid play enough different ways game to game that like you can't reliably expect them to smash and like get the game under like the time either. Liquid are like such a hard team to bet because. You can never bet them because sometimes they play slow, sometimes they play fast, sometimes they want to split, sometimes they start scrapping with you and lose a game. Like you never know with them. So, uh, and I don't think Clutch are Clutch have looked okay, but I don't think they're good enough to take Liquid down. I think Liquid could sleepwalk through this game. TSM minus two hundred eight, Golden Guardians plus one fifty. I kind of don't like bet Guardians. TSM. No, if you take Guardians first day, I'm not taking Guardians second day. They cannot have lightning strike twice. Why not? All right. Well, so, yeah, that's true. I guess. And you're not you're not gonna win if you bet both of them. You got to pick one. I like them against TSM more though. So so it's only like a twenty three dollar difference. Would yeah. in that in that sense, would you rather just punt the first day and just bet Golden Guardians plus one fifty here? Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Now I'm thinking about it. I didn't look at NA at all before writing this down. So. That's that's actually a better game plan. You're right. I think Golden Guardians plus 150 will be my pick. Probably not for much though. Just the value. Because I I think these two teams are like even. Like I think like Golden Guardians TSM maybe TSM ends up a little bit better than them. Like a lot of people had them rated better going into the season, but I think it's only because like they're the origin of NA. Like you know they're going to be good. They're just going to be right there. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I really wonder what a what a Golden Guard- Guardians. Saturday Sunday win parlay would be. That's a good idea too. Maybe that's pick of the week. <laughs> no, no, no. I am not endorsing that, but I'll probably do it. <laughs> uh, that's a good idea. Actually, let me see. Let me fire that. Up. Uh, somebody talking about oh, optic yes. minus two twenty seven against Echo Fox plus one sixty three. Uh, dude, I two twenty seven's in range for this lopsided match. <laughs> this like. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I, I hate wanna, Echo Fox. I don't want to call optic minus three seventy. Like, I don't want to call Optic Team Liquid, right? But if you look at Liquid Clutch and it's Liquid minus 370, I'll take Optic at 227. Yeah. How they look right now and how Echo Fox looks right now. I agree. I'd parlay that with probably Cloud9. That's a, yeah, that, this, this, That's this a is a prime. Yeah. This would be like a teaser yep. bet for football, right? This is a prime parlay mm-hmm. candidate where you yeah. just like throw it in. Throw it in with like Liquid Day 1 or like Liquid. And get get it down to like minus what like one thirty or something like that probably. Yeah. Um. That's it for NA. Anything in any of the other leagues? I didn't. I didn't have a chance to look into TCL or LMS. LMS is in full swing. Brazil's in full. All all the other small leagues are in full swing. Uh, I haven't had time to watch any of them. I, I normally do, yeah. and I just haven't. So. No other league picks uh, this think... week. Any academy picks? The academy advice is stay away from academy, right, Calvin? I'll stay away from academy. This is it's... ridiculous, bro. I'm really oh. mad. Like, seriously mad at what I just watched. Like I said, GGS, <laughs> I called it GGS 
perfect early game. And they look good in the early game. I, yeah, they I, had I, the early I, game. I even said it. I even said it in one of the group chats. I was like, if they go to late against TL, TL they're going to lose. 100% they're going to lose. TL brings it back. And you know what? It's a late game. TLA comes back and wins. Oh, my gosh. And they put a ridiculous score. All right. So <laughs> let's get to pick of the so week, bad. and then let's uh, do sign-offs, and we'll get out of here. So, uh Chris, you can open up with yours. I know you already sure. said it, but I mostly just yeah. have to buy time to pick one. <laughs> this is my, like, you know, you can change your stripes, you can change your name, you can shed your snake skin, but you are still snake at the bottom of your heart. Billy Billy <laughs> plus 182. That was I the best. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, that's I the like name it. of the episode. That's got to be the name of the episode. Uh, anybody jump in? Uh, you know, I think you I go. got mine. I got mine. Uh, so, I got mine. It's the one that I fired on earlier in the week. It's a freak of minus 1.5 against Gen G on Sunday. Uh, minus 1.5 at plus 128. I like that, too. I like that. Freaker, the real Zing. deal, guys. I, yeah, dude, if you have futures for a Freaka, I think a Freaka could very, very easily – not easily, but I think it's very reasonable to think that they could win LCK Summer. I think they're that good. Yeah, mine was uh, clutch minus one seventy two against Echo Fox. Listen, even if Echo Fox at some point gets a win against someone, you just say thank you and bet against them the next time because the line's going to move in your favor. That's right. That's right, dude. It's the best. Get that. Van- we need Zing back more. He's got it. Yeah, can, down. You, can you be our fourth fourth guy? <laughs> uh, what this was guy? Uh, What was it? What was it? No, we, what was the What was it? Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> we got rid of John because of his pick of the week was oh, so yeah, terrible. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> John uh, <laughs> bet against G2 last week in case everyone's wondering. Oh, I didn't go over last week's pick. So last back, week we went, back, th- we went three and one. Uh, I had Griffin minus 1.5 against Soundwa. John had SK plus 358 against G2, a very Calvin pick, as he said himself. Love it. Chris, dude, you got picked. <laughs> we didn't even talk about this. So Chris picked Invictus plus 110 before the rookie news came out. Mm. Like, the, the news about rookie came out later that night. Like a couple hours after we after we recorded, and he had already put that in his pick of the week. And like, I'll, I'll pull it up. Like he literally wrote, he was like, "Where was it?" He's like, "Guess I'm dead in the water with the rookie news smiley face." And then they won anyway. <laughs> so he got there on that one. We'll we'll take it. And then Calvin had CLG streak. plus 127 against I think it was Clutch. So no GGS. All right, Cal, who's your pick? Y'all made fun of me for that. I did. Um, I did. Anyways, I got I got um, absolutely destroyed in NA last week. I was heavy. I was heavy on FlyQuest and Golden Guardians. Oh no! And who was the other one that lost? There was another one that lost that I was heavy duty on, and I just got I got absolutely demolished last week. I had, probably against a hundred thieves. I had parlays all over the place in this too. I was oh my god! I was super exposed. Never bet that heavily on best awards, guys. All right, so I was gonna pick SK plus one eighteen, and but I found. Really, since John's not here, this is back to a Calvin pick. So <laughs> I'm I'm off Saturday, which is great. That means I can catch every single LCK LPL game, and I'll be at the bars, and I'll be watching Jin Air plus three forty four to win to beat I'm alive. And once yeah. they beat him, I'm buying shots for every. There we go. That's that's a good way to end the series. There's the episode. Yep. Shots I believe for in you. Shots for everyone. I believe in you. We're going. It's summer. No, you can say long shots for everyone. That's a good. That's a good one. Too. Oh, that's not even. That's an episode. Name. By the way, 
I don't even think that's that long. That's a big of a long. Why is that? Why are the odds that high? Yeah, I know Jyn is bad, but so is Hanwha. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. What's the what's the Jyn Air two O? You won't do the Jyn Air two O. I'm too scared for that. It's going to be a sloppy, sloppy three game series. Dude, the Jyn Air two O. Oh no, the two Aussie two O. The plus one point five is plus one forty forward. But yeah, plus three forty four money line. Book it. We're done. Book it. Wow. I, I see now. Now I have to check this out before before we go. I'll quickly take a look and see what the Jenner two two O is because you want to talk shots for the bar. So unlikely, but you know that that made this game more interesting to follow because of you, Cal. Yeah. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, we're all, gonna, we're <laughs> all tuning in. We're all tuning in regardless. Hey, hey, now. the line is already moving. It's already down to plus three oh nine. Oh, you got to go quick. It's on the way. Everybody got to get, get in there. Quick. The Gen Air 2 is plus 535. The Gen Air 2-1 is plus 467. Oh, my God. Am I getting roped oh, into this series? <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So, so Zing, every every week for the we do a sign-off where we talk about something that's not League of Legends or yeah, not related to I gotcha. anything. So, uh, feel free to open it out. Open it up. To anything else you want to do, uh, feel free to plug your stuff too. So I'll put all this in the sh- anything he says I'll put in the show notes too, guys. So, but yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm a writer for Dot Esports primarily. Uh, we have the Smite Steel podcast that we're doing every week, general league esports and everything. Uh, the thing I wanted to plug today was it is the NBA draft. I got my Duke Blue Devil Devils hat on. Um, Zion Williamson's gonna be number one pick, baby. So excited for that. It's gonna be a hell of a player. I'm excited. He's the only. He's had like LeBron hype, dude. This yeah, last I mean, player out of high school. He's just such hype. a good guy. Like he's such a good guy. I like him a lot as a person, and I just think it's exciting for him. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm amped to see him play. I'm I'm not that huge on basketball, but like I I saw clips of this kid when he was like 16, and I was like, oh, exactly. God, that's gonna be a monster. <laughs> it's exciting. What's up with you, Cal? Not you, Cal. Um, the freaking freak. No. Um. Nothing. Nothing really. It's um, always nothing, and then you come up with some profound life advice. So what's it going to yeah, be? Yeah, we're going to have to go to Chris. Chris, go ahead. Oh, no. no. The double, the back-to-back <laughs> cop-outs? <He> back- <laughs> nah, he'll figure, he'll figure something out as I'm talking. He always does. Uh, picking up guitar again. So it's pretty nice. Went guitar shopping with my brother and got a sweet, sweet new tailor, which I'm dying to play. It's been a while since I've to touched the here. music and instruments, so... I got something to sing my sorrows to now. I'll try to write a tune for next time. <laughs> oh, God. Nobody knows. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. It's going to happen. Cal, you got anything yet? Um, yeah. So what I learned, actually, we're going to go back to dental hygiene. All right. Oh, God, actually, I think I talked about this. So... Make sure you guys floss your tooth because there's a lot of plaque buildup underneath. Um, my buddy who's a dentist showed me a bunch of pictures who, with people who don't floss their teeth. And not saying that your teeth can't be sweet and white, but it could be your, your tooth will last longer than it would if you didn't floss. It. So do that. Floss your teeth. Mouthwash. Brush twice a day, please. Um, dental hygiene. Take care of your teeth. You know what I mean? Also... Been on the best MLB heater of my life. <laughs> You're right. So, so who, so who are the? What's the choice MLB? So we get dental advice and MLB picks. 
MLB picks, dude. Today is Dylan Bundy, and again, the club should tee off against minor league pitch or this minor league pitcher. I'm just saying, dude. This MLB season has been insane for me. And shout out to my buddy Jason, and you're probably listening to this right now or soon. So. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Who? So, are you still on the Twins? That was like your your preseason pick, right? Oh yeah, they're still hot. They're amazing. They're still amazing. And the Yankees are actually bringing back a bunch of or Stanton and Judge. actually Judge are terrible in the minor leagues, but when Judge and Stanton comes up, the Yankees team is gonna be so stacked. That team is so. That team was. That team is good now without them. Is that team when ever they, not stacked? Is the question. It's true, but they've always just been a letdown. Well, I would hope you stacked with the luxury tax every every other year. <laughs> but but your but your Phillies, man, what's up with that? <laughs> and Bryce Harper not doing well. You you paid him three hundred and thirty. He's bad. All right, what's up, Vince? What's going on with you? I was muted. I just realized. What's up with me? Uh, Bryce Harper is going to make you crow. I'm just going to call it right now. But so I'm actually going to a wedding this weekend, and it will be the first time I've been to a beach wedding, and I have no idea how that's going to go. But sandals and shorts. Yeah. So we're doing sandals and shorts, which is sweet. I'm in. I'm in the the the, the party. So it's like super duper low key, and low key weddings. I'm a fan of. I'm also a fan of hockey weddings. I'm a fan of weddings in general. It's a very happy time. So I got a wedding this weekend. So I will be like kind of off, you know, I'm not going to be with it uh, besides like downtime. Uh, I had something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I've been listening to. So uh, those of you don't, you, I've said it before, but I'm, I'm a huge music guy. I actually studied music in college and everything too. So uh, I'll give you some choice cuts, right? There's a there's a guy out right now. I say a guy. He's a kid. He's 24 years old. Uh, his name is Jacob Collier. He's a pretty big deal. A lot of people, you guys might have heard of him. I don't know. But he does a lot of, like, I would say it's, like, jazz, pop, fusion kind of stuff. And I, I, don't, I don't say this lightly because I listen to a ton of music, and I used to write reviews, and I'm a music critic, and I cover, like, all sorts of things, and I study it, and... I don't say this lightly, but he's like the kind of generational. He's like the kind of talent that comes along like once in like every hundred years, right? He's like a generational talent, right? He's like a, he's like a Michael Jordan or he's a, a Mozart or a Beethoven, right? And it's kind of I always wondered, and I'll push this to you guys because this is kind of an interesting topic. We'll we'll turn this into another topic and then sign off, right? You ever think that people that have that were watching like legendary players realize what they're watching at the time? Like, do you think the people that are watching Bo Jackson realize this guy's going to be, like, talked about for hundreds of years? Or Babe Ruth? Like, if you're watching Babe Ruth back then, are you thinking anything of it other than, like, oh, this guy's pretty good at baseball? That's the, that's what this guy Jacob Collier is doing for music for me. He's, like, kind of just redefining my expectations for everything, and it's kind of crazy. But uh, do you guys you guys ever think about that? It's kind of like headsy, headsy, like, philosophical shit, right? Where, like... Do we think like are we are we watching like who's the next great League of Legends player right We'll just tie it to this right like are we are, is there someone we're not giving credit to right now that's probably there Yeah 
Yeah, it's tough, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like because it's I it, it, I find it really really interesting that you it's it's all relative. Like there's guys that you know are very clearly good, but is there someone that we're going to be talking Jeez. about 10, 20, 25 years from now? Maybe not in League of Legends, but like just like an athlete or something like that, right? And I don't know. I, I just found it interesting. It got me thinking about all sorts of stuff. It's great, great music. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. You guys got anything else? Because I'm all nope. about the awkward sign-offs. <laughs> I am. Sorry, John. We missed you. Um... Yeah, John will hopefully be back next week. Uh, I think he said he's on vacation, right? So he should be Yeah, he said he'll be back. No excuses, play like a champion. That's what we're going to say to him, right? He'll be he'll be back to offer Calvin picks for us, right? Um, I vote Zing into the podcast. Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zing, it was nice having you, man. It was a, it was a pleasure. Uh, Thanks, guys. Lot, this was a lot of fun. We'll have to do this again sometime. It was a good time. Yeah, sure thing. All right, everybody. Uh, that's going to do it for episode whatever it was, 17 <laughs> of the Gold Card Podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Good luck this weekend, and enjoy the games. Alright, see ya. The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.